0: Welcome everyone to episode number 123 of the Faded ARPG podcast. And what an episode it will be, guys. It's been already a year since episode 100 and all the shenanigans and uh you know, only 23 episodes seems a little low, but there's been so much in Path of Exile, that we decided to take an episode to talk all about the year past that lies behind us as we go into a bright and glorious future in in the form of 2024. And uh, bright and glorious does the future need to be? I... Need your support, we need all the interaction we can get. Leave a comment, like, subscribe, do watch the podcast two, three, four times in full length without the ad blocker, and of course, if you want to go out way to purchase a paid subscription, you can do so on Twitch, Patreon, or YouTube, and you will be shown on the end screen, as always, and without further ado, let's dive into the episode. Hi, Balor, how are you doing? Great.
1: Absolutely I, loving it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely loving what I hear. You're already um, on an Exodus from from Path of Exile. You're already taking your time just, off.
1: Yeah, but I also like constantly want to keep playing Poe. So I'm I'm con- I'm torn. This is going to be a running problem for a while now. There's too many good ARPGs doing things either now or soon.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well. Yeah, I mean, it's good to stay a little bit absent to make the heart grow fonder. And someone who's been staying absent to make our hearts grow fonder of his appearance here on the podcast is the one and only Slippery Jim 8. Well, it's
3: Hi. Yeah. Come on, that was
0: the best freestyle segue I've ever done on this podcast.
3: I, I, I have permanent availability. I only show up whenever I'm invited. I'm like a vampire. Yeah.
0: Right, they do that. I, I remember that from Buffy. Oh, that was oh, like a hell. plot point.
3: Holy shit.
2: <laughs> oh, that yeah. Must be.
1: Oh, yeah. Both both, me and Slippery Jim could disappear at any moment.
0: Why? Oh, yeah. That's Internet oh, outages?
1: The storms here are insane all day. The fact that either of us have power right
0: now is ridiculous. Oh, okay. I was not aware. Like... Yeah. Like it massive was, storms in Australia, power cuts
3: and all? Three days ago, it was 30 degrees Celsius. The day after, it went up 10 degrees. The day after, we had just ridiculous thunderstorms. It, it's just all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. what that is in Freedom Units. 104, maybe.
0: I have no idea. Oh, it was Crazy. Horrific. So, what have you been up to outside of that, Jim? You've been. I play, uh, I play video game farm i <laughs> had a really terrible
3: bad time because i didn't i haven't touched any of the like the meta like everyone's posting all these like i've got a mage blood i got a headhunter, and i'm just like i've made a divine in two days it's the worst i hate this is fomo sucks i hate this no it's not the league i'm bad okay the league's great i'm bad i'm having a terrible time hmm? what are you doing I don't know. I'm struggling. I, I, none of my builds work. I've rerolled 11 times. It's <laughs> like, uh, I'm just, I've, it takes, uh, I'm trying to get a build that works in like T16s with the league mechanic and doesn't just fall over. I found one. Okay. I'm getting there. I got one working build. Uh, what's your working build? Dead yeah, what are you doing? 100k DPS. <laughs> It's like ZDPS, but I can't die. I can't die. So which means eventually I will clear the map. Although I did, I did a little bit of magic finding. I, I like did like four. I did eight meta maps, if that's what they're called, like abyss projectile. And I, I've instantly. I don't have FOMO anymore. I hate it it's too much. <laughs> and now I'm gonna go back to I don't know, harvest farming maybe. Yep. I can't, like, because I played, I like auto-bombers and minion builds, you know? Like, I don't like pressing buttons. And so, like, because Detonate Dead's, like, an Ignite build, so I did, like, Abyss farming, but I only ever get one phase of the tower, of the the Spire, because the dot hits it, and I can't do anything to stop it. So I need to play, like, a hit-based build if I wanted to do proper magic, find, and I can't, because I don't want to make the 12th build. I'm done. I've had enough.
0: Yeah, yeah, you want to arrive somewhere.
3: Marionettes are great. You'll love them. Yeah, I've heard that. I've, I've, I've people. There's lots of people everywhere constantly telling me to try all these different builds, and I have. I've played many of them, and some people are like Ballas playing dark marionettes. You should play dark marionettes. They explode and they do damage. I'm like, yes, I'm aware. I love them because they can't die technically, but uh, I don't want to. I'm lazy.
0: Is is that build still affordable now, or is it like? I mean, yeah. I assume you're popular yeah. to some degree, but yeah, it's just but no one wants needed. to play it.
1: No, there's just there's no way to price people out of it. It's free. It's you could solo self found it. It doesn't have doesn't have any needed things. Well, I guess you do need to, to like find forum? the spectres. Yeah, but that's it. Is
3: it
0: comparable?
3: Yeah, i more of mischief, like
2: uh, ignite.
1: Eh, it doesn't get as much damage as more, but you don't have to press any buttons.
3: But it's a dot build. Can you even do the spires? Uh,
1: yeah, because it doesn't have any prolif built into it, and you can control where, how far away from you the damage happens is set.
3: Sounds tedious, though.
1: So you can you spawn the spire and you just stand a little bit away, and then that's
0: it. Uh, Hmm. Right. I've been told I should use the dark marionettes as a guardian's blessing on my current build because yep. I, I think something I was previously unaware of is that these dark marionettes also apply Scorch yep. at like 10% value or something like that. Is it a fixed value? Scorch.
1: Um, It's fixed, but something changes it. So like some mobs, it'll be a 5% Scorch and some mobs, it'll be a 10% Scorch. Sometimes it'll be a 12% Scorch, but whatever it is, it's always the same for that mob forever and it hits uber pinnacle bosses for 12%. So it's set in some way, but somehow has a different value on different mobs. I'm not actually sure how that works. but
0: <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea. I, I remember hearing something like that. That's why I asked, but um, I also remember it being super obscure. Yeah. Right, so it's already been a year guys, we had Crucible, and then uh, we had Sanctum, which actually started before 2023, right, and then we had Crucible, and then we had Toda, and now we're in Affliction. It's kind of hard to mentally compartmentalize that Sanctum is already a year ago.
1: That's insane. I don't like that. In what way? Uh, just said, that doesn't feel like a year ago. Time is moving too quickly. I don't like it.
3: I need time to slow down, please. Think about it. Like, a couple months from now, there's going to be POE 2 that you can play, and then you're going to feel ancient. A couple of months?
0: Yeah. yeah, it's in June, actually. There's one more league before POE 2 beta. There's Jeez. a league in March, and then, then we got the beta. Okay. Then probably between beta and full release, there'll be another PoE 1 league. Like a kind of legacy league, I guess. And then oh. again, I mean, PoE 2 is not replacing PoE 1, so what do I know? Maybe they, they don't like do a full on legacy, you know, <laughs> satisfy all the urges league, but who knows? Oh. For I, I think. It, what What is this league slippery, Jeff?
3: Satisfy all the urges, League. Oh, yeah. Just do whatever you want. You know? Except hardcore, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my, my next project is just going to be uh, doing the, the full juice style strategies, except in tier 16 and not in MF at all. Just to be like, see, you can make like 10 div, 12 div, 15 div an hour. You don't have the MF. You can play any build you want. Yeah. You can just—it's fine. You just need a mage blood first
3: to get it viable, right? (laughs) No,
1: no. I'm in a private league. I don't have access to gross stuff. Although we do have like two or three headhunters lying around, and a mage blood,
3: but Uh, I don't have—I don't own any of of those. Uh, I don't own it. I don't have access to them. It's your league. You could just go, "Hey, I need this," and someone will go, "Yes, Bella."
1: I mean, they'd probably let me make a video with it if I wanted to, but that feels pretty disingenuous.
3: That's the Baller style Disin, disingen, di, di, disingenuity.
0: disingenuity
2: word. Disingenuity? Yeah.
0: Is that the word? It I guess now. it. I don't know. I'm not an English man.
3: <laughs> you don't have any of these limits of like all this learning. Well, you learned English. Hey, you know what? You're like English second language, are you? I didn't even, <laughs> how did I not realize that? You did better English than me. That's how you know. If someone's better speaking than you as an English speaker, that's cause they learned it second. Cause they learned it proper. None of this.
0: Well, I'm not better at speaking it. And maybe, maybe like, you know,
3: I bet you speak really terrible German there.
0: Oh, it's awful. Yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the words for us, English speakers for English and every other language. Cause we're lazy.
0: No, it's just I don't have practice. Like, I don't speak German at all. So, like, when I speak German, it always comes out very clunky and awkward because I just don't have time to, like, practice it. But, uh, I mean, I, yeah, no, the grammar is good. So it's okay. I can't complain. Do you ever, like, I, talk with another German speaking person and
3: then somehow catch yourself saying English words to, like, describe something? Oh, yeah, like
0: all the cool. time. Like, we make fun of it. Like, Using Anglicisms, I think is what we call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like just importing English words just straight into German and like inserting them all the time, dude. Yeah, and you Do know you can make like a English German language sentence language? and it like consists of 70% English words. It's crazy. What was the last question that I talked over? Sorry.
3: Do you ever say Path of Exile words in real life with normal people? I've done it a couple times and half the time they can pick up on it. Like I said, crangled ones. And uh, like, they're like, they kind of got it, but I don't, not fully.
0: Very rarely. I mean, like, I usually use language to convey things so that people get an idea. So I try to use words that they know. But yeah, like, what happens with me is like, that I assume too much knowledge, but not on Path of Exile, but on meme culture and stuff like that. So I'll accidentally use, like, Twitch emote codes. Like, I'd say, i say kick W or oh, lol. Omega lol.
3: You say Kek W to like the grocery store workers?
0: No. But I said easy clap to my little sister. And she adopted oh, yeah. it, even though she didn't know what it means. Like She also says easy clap now.
3: Yeah, my niece and nephew, they say yeet, but they scream it, as they do on the meme videos. So anytime yeah. they're putting something away, they just scream yeet and like throw it into their cupboard. It's horrific. I hate the new generation. That's great. I love it. Ah, yeah, Hmm. something.
0: (laughs) All right, and so I have a a number of things written down, but my first thing is, what's your favorite Val skill that was introduced in 2023, if you have one?
1: (laughs) Most of the time I don't even Val my skills. Like, like I don't even go to get Val skills. Should I be? I feel like I should be.
0: Well, I, I think you can always use, like, one Val skill in your build. Like, worst case scenario, you just, like, use a Val Grace, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, but that's not on oh, you.
0: What sorry. do you mean that's not on you? You said,
3: what, like, a new Val skill, right?
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not technically new. I don't even I remember, I
3: remember his own question. Oh.
0: No, but Abella was saying, like, that, that he was yeah, not I, using sorry. any Val skills at all. I was being a prick.
1: Val skills, like, add buttons to your builds, though. And the less that's buttons true. you have to press, the better your build is. There's a direct correlation. Every time you add an extra button, the build
0: gets worse. I feel like there's something like diminishing returns or something like that. I think there's a point at which adding an additional button doesn't matter that much. Like...
1: Marionettes has zero buttons. It's the build of the league.
3: Ah, oh,
1: Marionettes. How many builds you played,
3: Bell Um five or six. Oh, nice. Yeah, good, good. Uh, How many of them are different versions of marionette?
1: No, only one marionette built.
3: Okay. Build a league, though.
1: That's one. Somebody, I, um, somebody's somebody been making one in softcore trade and like, at degenerate levels and linking me all the gear and it keeps making me want to go back and play
0: it more.
3: <laughs> that sounds good. My favorite, by the way, Catmaster. What is your favorite? Valve Flicker Strike. I've never played it. I just like the concept. Press button and then disappear from screen and reappear somewhere else, and shit dies. It's anime as fuck. I'm allowed to swear, yeah, yeah. Anime as fuck. You seen an anime where they like and they disappear from the, the camera that can't the it's not a real camera because it's a cartoons obviously, but it like can't track them and then people just die. Ah, oh, it's like Flicker Strike, but <laughs> better.
0: Sounds like Master Yi from League of Legends.
3: Haven't played it. I'm gonna play League of Legends and play whatever okay. the hell you just said. Just just so I he got flicker strike.
0: I'd of. pay money. I'd pay money for that. It's a slippery Jim learns League of Legends stream. Oh God!
3: I think I know a dev. Not that they'd be able to give me anything.
0: Is there a League a, of a, Legends dev? dev
3: yes. He's 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 a he's a POE scammer or an ex, ex league of Legends dev. He uh mm. he um when he wants to buy something that's 10 div, he starts instead of saying the whisper that's 10 div, he starts with hello, and then he tries to make friends with them and then give them a sob story, and then he gets it for like two div usually. Mm. Yep. He's a terrible person. Classic <laughs> legends dev trying to scam people out of their money. Classic League of Legends. That tracks. Yeah, works out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, so I'm just looking at the list, and I want to say I'm somewhere in between Val Animate Weapon, which was added in Crucible, and Val Caustic Arrow, which I believe was added in Sanctum. I'm pretty sure. Mm. But yeah, Val Caustic Arrow is just like, insanely huge base damage on the secondary chaos damage over time and like a nice strip right like it's not like a a spot like the regular caustic arrow but you just shoot it and it goes lays out a nice well i want to say red carpet but it's technically a green carpet right on which the monsters degen and it, it stays around for quite a bit that one i really liked especially because Well, for the longest time, when you used Caustic Arrow as a dot build, right, whether it be in a pure Caustic Arrow build, or in the DevSource setup that I was using it in, you never had like a good Val skill, I mean, you had Val Essence Drain, right, which would apply the increased damage taken with the the Hinder debuffs, but you never had like a dedicated Val skill for the build, and now with, with Caustic Arrow, Val Caustic Arrow, you just you don't sacrifice another gem slot and you can just have a vowel skill in your build and have it feel impactful as well
3: Absolution's good too especially if you level with the big boy and then you got big boy with little big boys
2: when you oh, say that, leveling that with the big boy you that? mean
3: guardian isn't it with the big boy
0: with yeah. the sentinel of level. radiance
3: yeah, you have big boy, and then you have little boys, and then you have little tinier boys if you'd use purities. Boy party, boy, boy leveling, quad boy, multi-boy, solo boy. <sighs> I, don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying, man. You gotta stop me.
0: I'll stop you. All right. Okay. Good. Sanctum was a leak mechanic that was introduced in Sanctum. Are you guys uh, Sanctum Enjoyers? Have you played Sanctum since it went core? Or was that only like a one-off thing and now the other people can play it?
1: In Sanctum League, I was a big Sanctum Enjoyer. And it feels like it hasn't changed. Not much. So I don't know why, but I'm not a Sanctum Enjoyer now. Like, I want to go do Sanctum now, but I loved it in Sanctum League. I don't know why. Sanctum, I have no idea.
3: It's now than it was then. Yeah. You had to do maps to do the Sanctum. So now you can just do a whole Sanctum for free, basically, like 30C or something.
1: Yeah. And like, yeah. and all at once, back to back, and you can just run them all day, which is like normally what I would want to do, right? Like, when I want to do content, I want to just do that content until it's done.
3: I don't know why I didn't... I it's the camaraderie. Sanctum. Like, the fact that everyone was doing Sanctum in Sanctum League made you want to do Sanctum, so you can compare your Sanctum stories to your friends' Sanctum stories. But now that no one has has to do Sanctum, it's like, why would you? Hmm. The loot
1: rewards from Sanctum are still great. I'm still super happy it's in. <laughs> I'm re- real happy about that. I'm in love with internal damnation, so...
0: I actually my ran
1: favorite.
0: I actually ran a sanctum last night in preparation for this. I so I'm on this uh, winter orb slayer build, like charge stacker that I've already been, already been teasing the last two podcasts, and uh, it's originally been done this leak by MB Extreme or probably by someone else as well. I don't know. Like MB Extreme is just the guy that popularized it in the version that I'm copying, and uh, the the timeless jewel that he uses he uses like a timeless jewel in the middle of the tree at the scion spot i (laughs) I feel like that's a very common thing to do where you can like use intuitive leap to grab both the duration notables and you can use uh, an impossible escape on solipsism next to the s wheel to grab a bunch of notables there all in the range of the timeless jewel and uh I guess I could show that on screen. I didn't prepare that screenshot. But my point being is that because I was able to get the intelligence that I need and I don't need Supreme Ostentation, I was able to get the same jewel that MB Extreme used but with a different keystone, making it like a fraction of the price. Because It's the same seat number, it has the same notables but it has a different keystone oh. but I'm not using the keystone anyway, right? So I only no. paid 8 Divine instead of between 50 and 100 I guess. And um nice. what did I want to say? Yeah, I thought, you know, Winter Orb Slayer, charge stacking. I'm super mobile, right? I can do a lot of damage without standing still. I mean, I do have to stand still to channel the Winter Orb, but I don't have to stand still to deal my damage. I can run circles and the Winter Orb will just periodically throw out the projectiles, right? And so i was like hmm this might be okay for sanctum and at this gear level i also have pretty okay damage so yesterday off stream just ran into a sanctum and i snowballed myself into like finishing the sanctum i had like nine resolve for the entire second half of the the final lycia fight and i was so scared that i'd lose it all and in the end i got four divines and two exalts and it was a happy cat and yeah just like you balor i, I just wonder, right, why have I not played any Sanctum? Why am I not playing any Sanctum when it's now permanently available? And I'm technically an enjoyer.
1: I would say this league is just because mapping is so ridiculously good on every mapping character. It's just like, mapping is fun again for the first time in many leagues. Just going into a map. No prep work, no nothing. It can be Alc and Go maps. They're all fun. So I think I would say that's the reason. Except that it was in Last League, and I didn't want to do it then either.
0: <laughs> so yeah, and Last League was a huge source of currency for many people. Yep.
3: It also got harder, like Sanctum, and so like you could get thirty percent, well, eighty percent of the way through, and get shot by like a random rare monster, and you just hate you hate your life, and you hate Sanctum all of a sudden. Oh, maybe not you, because you're hardcore. I don't know, but very scary. I haven't been and hardcore like so years. And you're just you're the hardcore guy in my brain. What can I say? That room that's like. With the little candles on the floor that in, that tell you where a meteor is going to come down, and you walk in there, and there's 50 meteors, and any one of them could end your run. Sanctum's scary.
0: But you should play it. Though. I really had those though. rooms twice, and I never lost. a... Maybe I'm just a god oh, in you human clothing. <laughs> Now, but the thing is, like, yeah, they did increase the, uh, the number of rare monsters, they made it so that in certain rooms you have to full clear in order to progress, and they also made it so that the, the rares are harder, right, and the uniques, but they also made it so that defenses are now actually affect your run, so like evasion and armor actually do something to protect your resolve. And I don't know how much it is, because I've only run that one last night, but there were certain situations where I thought, oh my god, I'm going to lose a lot of resolve and inspiration here, and then I didn't, right? Because I guess my character just evaded and avoided the resolve loss. Mm. I have no idea. But yeah. I'm definitely going to try out a little bit more with Sanctum another thing that we could talk about <laughs> that's been mostly memed on and I don't want to be a negative Nancy but sanctum is also the league that there was the addition of the game mode ruthless which uh, mm-hmm. do we <laughs> do we consider uh, that a successful experiment in retrospective
3: yeah it took mm-hmm. what they wanted to do with the POE one game, which was make it slower and more whatever, and it put it to the side, and then we got into a league called Affliction that has billions of items and that wouldn't have happened if Ruthless didn't exist. They would have kept with the narrative of make the game slower, make it harder, make it hardcore
0: Probably. Do you think Maybe. the the pushback on the ruthless changes and additions is like an indirect cause for them to swing back with affliction and make it so generous?
3: Not entirely, but I mean, like, they would have gone more on the route of make the game slower and more hardcore like it was in the beta if Ruthless didn't exist. Now it's like any time they get an inkling for making it slower and harder like the beta, they go, oh, we could just put that in Ruthless. Oh, Ruthless, maybe Ruthless was too hard. Now Ruthless can have four in Ascended instead of three. Maybe we went too hard on that. Let's go back. I wonder how much of, like, overlap there is between things that they want to put in wee 2 but they're testing in Ruthless kind of thing. But probably not much. Hey, we'll find out. And Well, certainly months.
0: the the well, right? That's yeah, like the something
3: well, I that... Well, they, I bet you they're tracking how many people click that fucking well.
0: I like...
1: I, don't, I refuse well to click well. it out of principle.
3: It was useful to me once. I had no flasks and I was scared. And I clicked that well so hard. I remembered where it was. I went back for it. Saved my life. That well.
0: I'm not in principle against the well in Affliction. Like, that one is nice, right? But I'm with you on that, Balor. I just don't want to click it because it feels like they're trying to to make it tasty for me to click more wells in the future.
1: They're trying to introduce the well in this mechanic so people get used to seeing it. So when there's a well in PoE 2, we don't get upset. But we've all collectively agreed to get upset. It's not going into the game. It's going to go into the beta. We're all going to go, that's bullshit. Fuck off. And then they're going to take it out.
0: Have you watched Crip's interview with Jonathan?
1: Not, not yet. I really want to. It's on my watch list. Know.
0: Yeah, it's like ninety minutes, so it's 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 a chunk of a watch. But I have watched it, and um, Crip does ask the question of the well, and Jonathan does not provide a very satisfying answer for the well. Even though, like, and I'm only pointing this out because otherwise, I think the interview is very good, and Jonathan does rectify a lot of things that the public perception didn't like about Path of Exile 2 so far, right? Like I have a lot of people in my chat who told me that yeah, they really this interview really like made Jonathan worth more in their eyes to the POE2 project and made them also look forward to POE2 a little bit more than they were. But specifically the well answer was kind of a non-answer. Where jonathan was like well it has to be there for flavor reasons and you're gonna like it and uh, you know it's, it's...
1: <laughs> not gonna like it no, no the thing
0: is <laughs> the thing is with the well it's really just extra step and that's what kripparian says right like kripparian has played almost exclusively ruthless for the past league or two right mm-hmm. and i think this league he's not in ruthless but he's in regular trade or in, in regular ssf but he's he just said like there's like no benefit to it like he just puts his vendor next to the map device in his hideout so there's literally one extra click on the way into his map to or out of his map to refill flasks and yeah i like the way that i always defend it is that people are shitting on stuff in poe2 by taking a poe2 feature in in isolation kind of right and importing it in their brain into PoE 1 and thinking how they would like it if it wasn't PoE 1 right now. Whereas I say you have to judge the entire context of PoE 2. And yeah, right now, if instead of going back, refilling my flasks, I had to go do extra steps and click a thing in town, I would very much not like that. But in the context of PoE 2, it might be not as bad as I think it is now.
1: It's not even a PoE thing, though. This isn't... It's not like a new concept. It's a really old concept. It's a really old concept we hated in the late 90s. We hated it again when it showed up in the early 2000s. We hated it again when it showed up in a different game in the late 2010-ish, 2012-ish. And we'll hate it again if it comes back for Pw 2. It's not a fun mechanic. No one wants to click the thing. I would legitimately rather that you literally just don't refill flasks at all. Yeah. Then there was a thing there
3: to click to do it. Because now okay, I have now to click external. it every time. Now, now you don't refill flask, and if you don't want to click the well, you don't have to. Most probably, yeah. good players won't have to click the well. But what if there's a bad player and they're like, "Oh no, all my flasks! They well, must click well." Click yeah, exactly. It's there. Yeah, it's you don't stops, have, you have never to use it. it. No, yeah, you it. don't have to. No, don't. Indeed. Isn't it if you portal out of a boss fight, it resets its health? Isn't yeah. that how that works?
0: No, no, no. If you die on a boss fight, you can portal out, but if you want to portal out during a boss fight, you have a two and a half second portal animation rather than like instantly opening a portal the way that you do it right now.
3: Risk the portal out, get your flask back in the well, and go back in.
0: I did that exactly that. I did that on the warrior fight versus Captain Heartland and the Gamescom uh, demo that I played, and I felt it was very exciting, but. I also can totally feel like when you've done it like 200, 300 times, it feels like a nuisance. And you're like, wait, I poured it into town. Why do I have to go three steps over there to click the well and to go back to my portal?
3: It's because when you're like halfway through mapping and you're really desperate and you're like, damn it, I need some flasks and I can't kill these monsters. I'm going to go back to town. And then you get bombarded with $10,000 of people's MTXs and you go, wow, I really wish I looked like a flaming tiger. I'll spend $500 on my way to the well. And then you go to well and you click it and then on your way back, you're like, damn, that guy's got a goat. I'm going to buy that $15 goat. And then you're back in the maps and they've made a bunch of money.
2: <laughs> yeah, has got to be yeah. well
3: mtx calling it. Customize your well.
0: Make it bigger so you don't have to walk <laughs> quite as, far, as uh, far. Pay to win well mechanics.
3: <laughs> that, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do pay to
0: win, but I bet you they'll make a well MTX. Like if you have that, a well. That is an, an interesting question. Well MTX. And so very suited to your name do you see like a sort of slippery slope with the uh, the current trend of uh, gating quality of life that could have been in the game behind paid mtx like uh, the ring that counts the currency that you pay uh, that you pick up or the map device that times the amount of time that you spent in your map since you opened it and so on i've I personally am very mild on these things and I'm like, hey, it's cool that they give us new funky MTX but I've seen some people, OG players, right, mind you, like people who've been supporting the game since the very beginning, who are like, they actually trained their fans well to accept this bull because, you know, this is quality of life that should be going into the game that they're like gating behind a paywall and uh, it's not making the game better. what's your stand on that battle
3: honestly sorry it should just be a command like slash kill that you can check yourself and you can see it but if they want to have a version you can link in chat make that an mtx so you can have both the quality of life for the players and the bragging rights for the mtx but no it's just an mtx because fuck you give us your money that's fine though they're a business they can do whatever they want it's their game i don't care but like it's literally like they're just extracting something that could be a command and putting it in an, an, an MTX slot. And oh, it's in a loot box. It's even worse. It's in a fucking loot box. When did gamers get so complacent with that shit? And then when it's not in the loot box, it's going to be a sixty-dollar fucking wing MTX or something. Like, god damn, I hate it. I'm, I, I hate it. Fuck them. I want it. I'm not going to gamble for it. Fuck them. I'm. I'm so sorry. I'm stop swearing i i'm not even old school but shit it's quality like they're gonna have a kill tracker one if they had a kill tracker one and then they if they made a kill tracker one they'd remove the command from they'd get rid of slash kill so you had to buy the kill tracker one if they do that i'm burning down uh my subscription to steam or however both i get the game both of you what?
1: keep saying quality of life
3: and it's, i don't it's not even like, think it's, you know it's what that means fun statistics
2: yeah,
1: the quality of life and ultimately worthless statistic that also yep. means nothing. That you could also track. With just it's not hidden information. Yeah, it, you could just look at the clock on your screen.
3: It's, it's like if you've seen those fucking screenshots of someone with five mirrors in their like divination card stash thing. That's right. like you're I no no more powerful. Thing prove for it! Having prove it! But this this thing, no it's proof. It's proof that some guy out there. Farmed 300 divines before he saw a mirror. And now he's got a mirror. And now he's got two pictures of mirrors. Oh, look yes. at me.
1: It is a nice visual representation, but I didn't gain any power. I didn't gain any power at all. Having a cool clock tower map device or a ring that shows me I've picked up 9,000 alterations didn't give me any power. The only thing that we should be caring about is do you get power? If the answer is no,
3: power. right. Quality of life, but it's not quality of life. It's quality of me
1: shitting.
2: What on if my it hair
0: enhances hair. your game experience without you having to go out of your way to do third-party stuff that normally you'd have to do, even if it's just five seconds per map of you like pressing the start on your stopwatch, right, in order to time how long you, you take in the maps. It's not
1: important information. I no, it's think not it's
3: cool, and I shouldn't have to pay for it.
1: It is cool. That's yeah. why it's okay that you have to pay for it because it's not nah. important. It doesn't do anything. It gives you no power.
3: It just looks cool. That's yeah, the definition. I want, I want it and it's in a loot box and I hate them for it. But it will be fine. it will be $15 next league and then I'll buy it. $15 max, Chris. Chris watches this. $15 max. Anything more than that and I'm upset. <laughs> got a, a <laughs> it gives you no power. When did we...
1: Like, like,
2: slippery slope argument. Power. Like I feel I'm like ga-
1: gamers are going the slippery slope in the other direction. Four or five years ago, all we cared is, don't give me any power. Don't let me buy any power. Now it's like, your watchtower map device looks
3: pretty. It's unfair. I should have got that for free. What, if, what if they bring in a death tracker, tells you how you die, but it's in a loot box?
0: If
2: yeah, it, where actually, do you draw the line, Valor?
3: Where's the line? If it tells you
1: how you died, that's not information I can get any other way. That's That would be yep. pay to win. That's not okay.
2: No, you not don't have that information.
3: It's quality of life, Balor, and now it's that, in the mystery
1: books. That's not quality of life. That's what I'm saying. You don't know what those words mean.
3: You don't know what those words mean. You just I'm
1: a statistic. You just I like numbers. You know,
2: other people just, use them? Unless, what I, do you I,
3: mean? It's not quality of life for normal people, but I track fucking everything, so it's
0: quality of life for me.
3: Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's in a fucking mystery box. That's fine.
0: Yeah, technically it's pay to win for content creators now that I think about it because it, it makes your content more engaging, not. right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get your stance you. Map on it.
1: Device is the difference between your content being engaging or not being engaging, you've already failed. <laughs> it's, not, it's not important.
0: Well, my stance on this is somewhat... It goes further than just cosmetics right like i was always on board with the idea of you know no power no quality of life really other than stash taps gated behind money and uh i don't know
3: it creates like an extra desire like i don't want to look pretty but then they made like things that look pretty, the more damage you do and the more prettier you get. And then they're like, I don't really want that. And then they made one that's like, makes your brain bigger, the more intelligence you have. And nah, I don't really want that. And now they're like, this one looks pretty and number go up exile. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, sign me the fuck up. Where is it? it put it in
2: my That bayonet. ring is paid loose, by the way. Because Why? I should have turned
1: alterations off, but I don't want to, because the number keeps going up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I walk out of every map with 300 alterations I don't need, because it adds to the counter. Now my maps take longer, but bigger number better persons, so I just keep picking them up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair, that's fair. With some people it could be pay to lose as well. Right.
1: I got the ring mechanic now. I can't turn off alts. I haven't even turned off transmutes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm just like, I I, I observe the conversation around these things very carefully. And like, personally, if you told me that this was the way that they go back in the day, I mean... I kind of was always sort of already against stash tabs as a thing. I just understood the necessity, right? Like you can't sustain a game on purely optional cosmetics because there's a lot of people who don't have money to buy a game and who still want to play a lot. And they'll obviously not buy the cosmetics, but you can't just operate a game on nothing, right? They did need to create some incentive for people to at least at some point in their PoE career pay money for the game in order to fund the ongoing development and future development and all that so i like i always thought of stash tabs as sort of like necessary evil kind of thing and like the least possible evil but i think yeah i, I think that it's branched out a little bit right like obviously they've also tried to cast a wider net by just making better MTX like just things that looked cooler, that provided cooler effects, Um, like the, you know, the rare monster executioner stuff and and that sort of stuff, the new fancy things. But I definitely think, and I'm not sure whether I should call it a slippery slope, but I definitely think they're going further and further to, to test like how far can we go in creating this like want or need in the players to have this, you know, where it's like providing you things that go beyond pure cosmetics, so that people are actually going to buy it because, you know, at a certain point, if you've had 200 armor packs, like, the, the incentive to buy more cosmetics is not that great, right? And they do need to incentivize people spending money on the game. Like, just how content creators do need to incentivize their audience to uh, pay for the free content that they're providing. Just, I don't well, know.
1: Man. Not only do I not think any of those things are going to win. Like, I don't think anybody's using
3: quality of life correctly. Like, that's fine. It's okay.
2: (sighs)
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's quality of life to have all the numbers on a ring instead of having to count from a tab. Yeah, I'll agree with that.
1: Except that you don't have to count them from a tab.
0: You don't have to count them at all, you could just use them, but it's like, it's apparently counting is something that a lot of people like, you know, like you said, yeah. see the number go up. And, and a lot you, of people like having feeling.
3: glowing pink helmets, but it doesn't give you any power, so it's still an MTX. Okay, it's yeah, not but, a quality of life, but I'd still want it as a slash command.
0: But you can, you can see how the pink helmet doesn't really save you any time, right? Even if you were to go out of your way to do things that you don't how have much, to do,
1: how much time does having a timer on your map device save
0: you? Well, like I said, the five seconds per map that you take to uh, press the stopwatch on your mobile if you were to time.
1: No, no one's doing that.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I don't want to get stuck on this. Like, I just wanted to drive that point home again that the the goalpost here is like slightly shifting over time and I'm happy with it right I like the game I like the empty eggs that they've been bringing out I don't find anything too offensive but you know it's definitely been pushed a lot further than it was when I started playing the game
1: we agree that the goalpost shifting I just think you're the one shifting it not them
0: (laughs) fair enough
3: yeah, there's nothing in the MTX that I'd consider like pay to win or a power or like any buying thing that everyone's against nothing No
0: I I'll, I'll agree with that yeah. totally
3: The worst thing they've ever done is that salvage box that got scrapped in about 2 hours or whatever
1: Yeah that was one day I think <laughs>
0: hmm. Okay and then another thing that they've done is and i read this this is a verbatim uh quote from the sanctum release page we've improved the atlas passive tree so that players don't need to respec between mapping and boss killing and can invest even further into content that they enjoy mm. do you think there's not a need to, to respec between mapping and boss killing is that a thing that you can do mapping and boss killing on the same tree and not feel bad I mean, about it?
1: Unless you're one of the like hundred people who are actually doing Ubers, yeah. But if you're doing yeah, Ubers, then you still have to respec. But it's just talking about a doing
3: little this. Bit of the, like you got your tree for a synthesis or whatever, and it's just that little extra bit on top that you spec into, so you don't have to unspec. It's like the travel nodes is the part you'd have anyway if you were specking into mapping, right? Yeah. I don't think it's like what I would want it to be of like maybe just give me two trees that I can flip between kind of thing. But even then I would fuck up both of them and still respect them all anyway.
1: I still just want a different tree for every character, but I don't know. It's better
3: than it was.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I love to to have the ability to at least, like, have multiple trees. Maybe not one per character, but, like, have two or three, so you can have one for farming A, one for B, and one for leveling new characters or something like that, where it doesn't feel quite as oppressive. Hmm. Mm. I was going to bring up something else, but I lost track, so I'm going to skip that other thing. Uh... Arch Nemesis, that was also the goodbye to Arch Nemesis where they gave up the color-coded Arch Nemesis name mods and replaced them with like white descriptions of what the monsters do. And I know we've been uh, dogpiling on that for a while, I don't want to go too deep into it, but like, how do you feel currently about rare monsters in Path of Exile? Slippery gym go first
3: I'm, patient, I'm patiently waiting for Bella's opinion So I can see how terrible Of a take, or really positive and good take It is uh, I
1: don't think it's perfect But I quite like it right now uh, The little mini loot explosions that we don't know Are coming are very very dopamine inducing Um, Even without quantum rarity, I think that the conversion mobs probably stack a little bit too high with rarity. Like if you give yourself 500 rarity, the size of that explosion is more than five times as large. It's quite, quite insane, but yeah,
0: I'm not sure double digit divine drops from a single monster should be a thing, but
2: well.
1: There are situations where I can see 50 to 70 divines popping out of a mob being a good thing. Plenty. Like when you've got seven people in a team and your map costs you seven divines to open and you need, you know, 600 divines worth of characters over those six players that are in the map to even run in. Yeah. Okay. You've gone through the work to 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 get 70 divines in the map, but when you can win no quant, just put on the right gear... And then still get like twenty to drop from a mob solo. That's a little bit. That's a little bit too much, maybe. But I, I wouldn't say I'm upset about it. I just think it's like a little bit. I like that the knob is there. I think it's a great system. I think the knob of how much it scales with rarity is maybe just like maybe we we'll turn that down a little. Maybe, maybe just tone that back just
3: a, just a little, and then.
1: Kill we'll party
2: right.
3: play. No more party play That'd fix it, right? But That doesn't really help because the party play isn't a problem. <laughs> Just I have FOMO for people that have friends. If
1: it helps, they make less money than solo players.
0: Just good friends. Slippery region why didn't you play in Valor's private league?
3: Because Valor doesn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play Valor's league. Yeah, I'll join it and then I'll go, does anyone have a headhunter? And then I'll get one and then I'll Migrate migrate out, out. yeah. Through my life,
0: that's the strat. No, I was just like wondering because, like, I I have played in Balor's league, but I'm not down there, so I always have bad ping if I play with those kinds of people. Like, that's also the reason that Balor and I don't team up in BPL or something like that. I think once we've been randomised on the same team, it would have been great, but it's like completely useless for me to play on Australian ping and similar for Balor on Europe ping.
3: Oh yeah, that's not feasible at all. So. Yeah, those kinds of people. You mean Australians? That's pretty
0: rude. <laughs> <laughs> did I say those kinds of people? Yeah, you did. No, no. Okay, uh, I mean like people from that sort of geographic location. Oh, we, we know what right. you mean. We know uh, what I, you I'm, mean. Sometimes my brain takes shortcuts when uh, the language center center can't deliver on time, right? <laughs> uh Oh, also here, really big, like something that we couldn't imagine playing the game without, like it, it feels like it's been in the game for way longer, but can you imagine that the Fracturing Orb was only introduced in uh, Sanctum? We've had the Fracturing Orb for like just about a year.
3: There was like a Fracturing Craft though, wasn't there? In Harvest or something? There was a
0: Fracturing Harvest Craft, that's true, but the Orb itself, like as in Farmable Currency from Harbingers, that was introduced in Sanctum. I think, that, I think that made Fractures less available.
1: It's harder to get a Fracturing
3: Orb than it was to just... Tradable commodity? Like a, a sealable... Well, not sealable, but like... It's not sealable from Harvest, but like... Now it's something that can be bought out and manipulated? It's not... It's not really. I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about that shit. Hmm. But uh... Yikes.
1: I can't believe how many things came out this year that I'm just used to, to the point where I don't even think it's new.
0: Yeah, Atlas Memories in the same uh, paragraph, basically, of the announcement. I love hmm. I also haven't Great. had those before.
3: You know what you don't need to respect your Atlas for is farming Atlas Memories. I can play Harbinger one day, <laughs> Harvest the next. Atlas Memories.
0: Well, but not aren't those good, on your but Atlas? But caring. They are affected by your Atlas Pass. you know not? No. They're not okay. But did they do happen on your atlas, because I remember that. I remember doing one once or so.
1: They they use your atlas to pick what maps, but they don't use your atlas at all. They don't okay. use up
3: any... None of the skill
1: points matter? Yep. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
1: It's just a visual would, representation, so you can see what map you're going to have next. But I would play
3: Ruthless if you could drop memories in Ruthless, but you can't, so... Sad.
1: I don't think anyone would pay me enough to play
3: ruthless. Oh, I've seen your sponsored streams. You'd play ruthless if I cup if I chucked you a couple grand. Come on, a couple like come on, a couple days of ruthless. I don't have that money. Yeah, I I absolutely ever. I'll play anything for the right amount of money. You just said no one could pay me anything to play no, ruthless, and I you're like, no yes, one would pay me enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not very that there important is difference. Number.
1: That nobody would be willing to pay the number. <laughs> uh,
3: I'll get a crowdfund going. <laughs> All
0: right. And then we also had some incredibly powerful items added. We have to move on from, from Sanctum. So this is going to be my last Sanctum point. But we had Eternal Damnation, right? Progenesis and Nimbus and. Aureus and the steel mage flask and I think there's a number of other memorable because this is when all the race boss kill reward uh, unique designs were integrated yeah. in the game. Do you have any like favor, favorites there? Any standouts? Anything that you think is disgusting OP? Amulet! Amulet? Amulet's the... my
2: favorite.
3: What's the amulet? Wait, that's the
0: eternal damnation, right? Mm-hmm. God, I'm going to bring that one up. Uh, That one is the one that changes, if I recall correctly. Oh, no, that was the ring. Yeah, this is the elemental damage reduction equal to half your chaos resist kind of thing. Yep.
1: Pathfinder being my favorite class, 100% fizz taken as. And then use that to lower your damage a lot more. It's just really nice. Hmm.
0: For for a short moment, I thought you were talking about original sin when you first like said the amulet. But obviously, original thing. sin sin is the ring. This stand out. This does stand out more to you than original sin. Because mm-hmm. mm, original the sin fan just of gets defense. damage.
1: But I can already get so much damage that I can do everything. But I what I need is to get so tanky that my Pipega ass can still kill things.
3: That's we you can, all I, like can I, like I can easily get. I like auto so bombing. The Orias flask is the best thing for me. Because
2: uh,
3: hmm. it's hmm. like prolif and you can explode and p- 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 across the map. Love it. Don't even need damage. Don't even need damage if the thing that dies kills the next thing. It's great.
0: Sure. Yeah, I also just learned yesterday that you can use the original Sin Ring. It makes sense, but, like, I never thought of it like that with the all-elemental damage converted to chaos damage, you can actually convert the aureas and random element damage from the explosions into chaos damage. Yep. Just,
1: uh, the flask gets, like, a lot of... It excites a lot of people, but there's, like, so many different ways for me to get Explode. That was just another way to get Explode, it wasn't exciting. It's exciting because
0: it's a way to get Explode that is available on builds which have previously not had a way to get Explode.
3: Well.
1: But it's not not something new,
3: But exciting for a lot of other people.
1: Yeah. I'm excited by something that hasn't existed before. Right? Lowering my elemental damage by a percentage of my Chaos Res is not a stat. That doesn't exist anywhere else. That mechanic wasn't a mechanic, and now it is. Monsters explode. That was already a mechanic. It's cool flask. It's very good. It's very strong. It's a very strong delivery method of a version of explode, which is something we've already had for a long time. So, not exciting. Powerful, but not exciting.
2: Mm. Yeah,
0: it's safe to say that Sanctum has left an impact. You want to? You want
2: uh,
0: From the uniques, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do like a underdog take and i'm saying none of the uniques i like that they added the explicit mods on jewels for the ailment mitigation right where you can now roll like up to 50 percent chance to avoid bleed or freeze or shock on rare jewels explicitly and you can still corrupt them to get chance to avoid uh, on the implicit and you can get like some juicy amounts and i always thought that it's for a long time, or for a while, it was a little bit weird with the ailment mitigation because, yeah, you, it was in theory there was different ways that you could do it, but in practice, like most characters would get it in the same way, right? Like anointing crystal skin and combining that with some other things from the tree, and I feel like, yeah, allowing those stats to roll on rare jewels explicitly just made it a lot more flexible, and like I don't know, it, it just the 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 resist or the ailment mitigation puzzle solution looks a lot different on my different builds now as opposed to before maybe it's just me as a player learning new and better ways to do it and like being more open to different things but i I think it's also just overall better better design choice now like it's there's not Mm -hmm. one clear way to do it the best way but it's like you, you can do it so many ways and it's viable
3: I thought I figured out a cool way, but it turns out it's terrible. The reduced ignite duration so make everything have reduced duration, but it turns out monsters can just get increased duration increased, on yeah. maps and stuff, and then it just completely negates the whole thing. And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. That, this that is after right I published announced that I'm the best person in the world for discovering such a thing that was already well-known. Yep. yep. Got shit that on that one. I need to be one. less to tra- trash jewel that one. Storm Shroud's yeah.
2: fine, though. Uh, I
3: lost 300 divine uh, corrupting reduced ignite duration jewels to try and get another reduced ignite duration implicit before anyone told me that it was a shit idea. I mean, uh, presumably, you could, if you get enough of it, it does work. Yeah, you could get 200% reduced ignite duration theoretically, and then maybe mm-hmm. 100 would only counteract it back to zero. Yes. But when Storm Shroud is 40 chaos, it's probably mm, yeah. a pretty bad idea.
1: Yeah. Also, there's um, some individual mods on rares that have 150% increase, which could go with the map mod, so that can go up to 250% increase, and then if you want to be truly immune forever, you're going to need 350% less.
3: Also, playing a Fulcrum Reflect Ignite <laughs> build means I probably shouldn't get reduced Ignite duration, because that would just brick my entire build. True. I'm very hmm. smart. Yeah.
0: I appreciate like the finer things of wording and Path of Exile and like that those things work like all slightly differently. But personally, I think there should be like the, the stats between like getting a 100% chance to avoid should not be the only way to get immunity getting a 100% reduced effect and it should like you said, be less effect and less duration, right? So yeah. that when you get it to 100%, you're guaranteed safe from it. Uh, I, I'm not sure how I feel about the you know it working different on ground effects, right? Because if you have like a hundred percent reduced effect on on shock ground, it works, right? But if you have a hundred percent reduced duration, then on ground, because the ground effect doesn't apply the effect with a the duration, then you're still yeah. not immune. So, yeah, no, I'd like it if it was a little bit more consistent between those different stats because i like there to be more solutions to the puzzle but it also is a great way ultimately to teach new players about the the wording and to be very very precise with wording and path of exile
2: yeah.
0: mm. okay moving into crucible leap mechanic channeling powerful weapon trees the forge of the titans how fondly do we look back on crucible It happened. <laughs> Best league of the year, slippery jump.
3: I don't remember anything apart from like there's a zigzag map, and you just ignore everything, and you touch the thing at the end, and you get disappointed, and then you go again. Yep. That was that was bad.
1: I have nothing nice
3: to say about Crucible. There were maps that sometimes dropped fractured items, or pre-crucible trees and they were interesting for about ten maps and then I stopped playing. Yep.
1: It was no I have nothing nice to say about Crucible. I think it was one of the worst. It was a terrible in map mechanic. It was horrible really it didn't have any gameplay. Stationary? It didn't have any gameplay that was engaging, interesting, or intuitive in any way. The end game content map was something that it was the correct thing at all times to do to just straight up ignore, like just run through to the end, not kill anything, not engage with anything. And then the process of building any reasonably decent tree was so tedious and boring and time consuming that I never even bothered to do it.
3: It was like they took the opening the door mechanic from Heist and thought, "Damn, that'd be good if players had to hold a button to do that." Let's make an entire league mechanic around that, and then they <laughs> did, and it was the shittest thing.
0: <laughs> I think that's the I'm best description that. that I've ever heard of Crucible League. <laughs>
1: yeah. What it is?
0: Yeah. we can just
1: we can just chop that up as a learning opportunity. Everybody, everybody learned that we didn't like that. And now we won't do that again.
3: I mean, it looked cool. It was very, like, I love the I love the aesthetic. That was the one good, that's all I had going for it. Nice. Yeah, that, that's a
0: positive say, thing we could say about it. Yeah. No, I, I actually kind of also like the weapon trees in concept and the way that they did provide a little bit more power to melee or to weapon users than they did to to casters, which is kind of cool, but ultimately... Too good on bows versus too bad on melee weapons. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the Forge of the Titans, like, really, really big miss. I agree with what Balor said 100% there. Like, having an endgame encounter that is that hard then doesn't drop any rewards and doesn't even require you to kill the monsters in order to get what you opened it for in the first place, which was these crafting benches. Yeah, that wasn't great. no. Nope. And then on top of that, like we don't remember this because we kind of already successfully repressed the memory, but another slap in the face of the ambitious Path of Exile player at the time was that there was the addition of the Uber Exarch and Uber Eater and a number of other Uber versions of bosses, I believe. But the competitive boss kill event on league start was in ruthless HCSSF.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I was wondering where this was going. I didn't I didn't remember that.
2: Uh, uh... The one
0: time that they forced every person who wants to compete into Ruthless.
2: and I mean, it ended They also, up... I
1: mean, they also yeah. had to introduce the most broken build that's existed in probably four or five years, just so that there was a shot that somebody might be able to complete the event in Ruthless if it wasn't True. for totem explode it literally wouldn't have got finished.
0: I'm not sure it wouldn't have gotten finished, but probably not as quickly.
1: I don't think it would have got finished at all. It took like a month I to finish it with been, Totem Explode. And it that builds been so
3: like cool if it didn't get finished.
1: That'd be that a of like, our
3: experience.
1: That build was like fifteen times stronger than the next build down. It took a month. <laughs> I don't think it would have got finished.
2: Hmm.
3: Yeah, no, fair point. They fixed breach, right? They they reworked breach to make it so rewarding and really enjoyable, right? That's what that's when they did that.
0: Yeah, you're correct. (laughs) You're correct. That's on my list. I was gonna bring that up. Breach and abyss overhaul.
3: They sure did. They they did something. They definitely. You know, if they did like whatever they did to abyss to breach, that would have been good. But they didn't. They just uh, took it out back. Something had to die to make Abyss so good, I suppose. I learned, Spivy actually, I, I learned from this because I fully specced into Breach in Crucible, and I fucking hated it. And as soon as I started hyping up Ultimatum, I'm like, this is going to be shit. I'm calling oh. it right now Ultimatum is bait, and I didn't spec into it, and look at that. Save points for once in my life.
1: Oh, I'm the stupid one. Did I full fully specced into Breach and Abyss <laughs> when that came out. Hated it. And then I spent the first two weeks of this league fully specced into Ultimatum in the
0: private league. Poor fellow.
1: I, I did it to myself. There was Probably. warning. <laughs>
0: there, there was, was precedent, there was, there was,
1: yeah. There was precedent here. I, I did the dumb.
2: <laughs> My well, bad.
0: But, but to be fair, like they, I mean, they did not only rework Breach, but they also reworked Abyss, and Abyss is a pretty good rework right that
3: means
2: very favorable league,
3: there's going to be a league mechanic that makes breach really good because abyss is really good right now and then they'll nerf that to make projectiles not work if they go affliction core next league there's going to be something that you can like give people give breach lords like cool hats and then when you kill them they explode into uniques call on it hat league tf2
2: hmm.
3: <laughs> tradeable hat marketplace right Blue boxes keys oh shit if they bring out loot boxes that drop in game and then you get keys that I'd just I'd be so upset what like you gotta buy the loot box but then you also have to buy a key to open loot box there you go There's... new MTX idea now, you
1: just, now you're just making stuff up to make
3: yourself angry yeah <laughs> that's the podcast isn't it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Any PoE podcast, really.
3: <laughs> I, think that's a, yeah. I think that's a mental health issue. <laughs> Make them shut up to get angry about. That's PoE. That's. Have you looked at Reddit? No, actually, they're, they're pretty happy. They're like, best league ever. Oh, check Some, out somehow, my explosion. Somehow Reddit's like reasonably and like
1: like reasonable. It's it's reasonable weird. this league. Level-headed. It's like Level-headed. place to be. It's wow. suddenly okay.
0: We also had another odd occurrence during Crucible League and that is the rise and fall of Vengeance, uh, vengeance Cascade. Which uh, has been around for a while as a anointable tree passive, right? Anoint mm-hmm. only notable, but then in Crucible it was changed to also returns at the end of its flight path. As opposed to, I think, I believe previously it, it made projectiles only return after they hit their last target. And in this case, like they could hit anything and they would still return. And then everyone used this notable passive skill, which was anoint only. And then right the leak afterwards, it got terribly nerfed, where it didn't do the projectile returning stuff anymore. They introduced the returning projectile support skill instead, and this. Mm-hmm. Notable, which is still anoint only, now only grants 150% increased speed to returning projectiles, which made it so that instantly from one day to the other no one's picking it anymore. Hmm. Probably
1: called well, for people... to be honest. It was way too strong.
0: Mm, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree that it needed to be changed. It's just like really funny how you know they buffed it. To this OP state for one league, and then they turned it into something that we would never ever pick because it's oh, anointed only. Absolutely. And why would you use your anoint slot for it?
1: That's totally mistaken.
0: People people take it because yeah. of the speed as bow damage, the mastery where projectile uh, speed counts um, for damage, or what?
1: Ethereal knives is an example. So ethereal knives projectiles travel only as far as they're allowed in the allotted time. So projectile speed makes them go further.
0: And so when they return, yeah. then they go past your character or what? You get
1: past your character and out way, way further than they originally went because of all the extra speed. So you get a lot more overall area as well as, yeah, just a lot more overall area.
0: Okay. Fair enough. So
1: it has some niche get cases it where it gets used still it's just not like a default go-to everyone grab this node which is fine for like a hidden node I think that's fine it probably should be pretty niche if it's not literally on the tree
0: any take on this slippery Jim? have you ever anointed vengeance cascade during crucible
3: no, not even in the meta I, I do my own thing I have no idea what that is As 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 everyone says I'm bad at the game and well, that's fine. If you All do right. the ek thing, is it was it ek? Mm-hmm. Does it hit when it returns as well? Can it hit like going out and then hit going yes. in? If there's one monster. Nice. Yep.
1: Of course, vengeance cascade doesn't make it return. You got to use returning projectiles. <laughs> but then that anoint makes them go farther out the other side, farther, further, farther.
3: Ethereal, ethereal. Whichever yeah. one.
0: I'm so like. <laughs> I mean, it's so obvious, but like, my brain thought for this entire league that returning projectiles only works with attacks, so my mind is blown now that you can oh. actually use it with spells. But it makes sense, because people have been doing that for a while.
2: Hmm?
0: Just I forgot about it, I suppose. Well, another yeah. addition that wasn't there before Crucible is the Atlas Gateways, which connect locations on the atlas passive tree and uh, were somewhat promising in their original concept now do you think they're still useful the way that they're implemented currently when you're trying to make an atlas passive tree or are they only ever picked to allow access to the seventh gateway
1: it's very rare that somebody sends me an atlas tree and they've taken it and it's the correct thing to do Normally, I take it out and save them a passive point or two.
2: Mm.
1: So, I think that they would be, they're in the correct locations and that they're really good ideas. And I think they need to to literally not cost passive points. Neither of the gates should cost you a point. You should Mm. just be able to, if you're passing it, as you take the node that leads to it, your next node should be coming out the other side. and if it was like that it would get used quite a bit it wouldn't be super op what about the would... the
0: compromise in the middle about having to just allocate one and getting the other for free mm. because right now you have to spend 2 points for one on the right and one on the left side right but if you only so had to spend one point that would allocate both at the same time
1: so in most trees and um, the only this, the main reason i know this is cuz i spend like probably one or two days maybe every like League Start, looking at maybe hundreds of trees that people send me. It's just a thing, right? Mm-hmm. In almost all cases, taking it off saves you two points. So if you make it only cost one point, then in almost all cases, taking it off will save you a point. The thing is, it's more than that because it seems like, oh, but you've only Well, okay, so you can only save one point now, But it's not just that. The two travel nodes that you took in its place also had had stats on them. They were travel nodes that had something.
0: Fair, yeah, true.
3: I
1: I think it actually has to be zero. It has to be free.
3: I saw a really funky tree that puffed in on the right bottom one, came out on the left, took a beyond one, and then went up to the one above that, like the middle one, and then came out on the right again and it was efficient because they were like i need this and i need this over here on the right i'm like what the fuck is it it saved like two points in the grand scheme of things but blew my mind (laughs) big brain gaming
0: okay are you ready to have your mind blown again though Uh... another revolutionary thing that we take for granted now has been added to path of exile in that very same league and it's the Mana Forged Arrows support, without which we probably wouldn't be playing bow builds as much as we are, right? This is like, well, I mean, yeah, still at the top end, but like, (laughs) this makes it so easy to include automation for bow builds that I can't think of any bow build that doesn't use Mana Forged Arrows.
1: It just changed from everyone has a Ballista Totem setup to everyone has a Mana Forged setup.
0: And a Ballista Totem Setup. <laughs> nah. use a single, single target, And
1: then you're wasting your time. It could be another Mana Forged. My current build has three Mana Forged Setups. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. Wasn't there a hat that made uh, does the same thing for spells? Yeah. Naths I thought oh,
2: about I using know, that yeah.
1: curse on hit, and then I realized I could just put another a bow attack in and make it curse on hit.
3: Imagine if Cast on Crit worked... In just its own thing and didn't have to be linked to like the the skill to attack. That's basically what this is, right? It should. It should. Yep. But it doesn't because it'd be too strong. And then we have this is acceptable. I'm not saying nerf it. But goddamn, this is yeah, it's broken as fuck. I mean, it's I mean, it's just as it needs to be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's actually not broken at all. Very smart.
3: Oh, if anything, uh-huh. it needs to be buffed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> we need awakened mana forged Arrow support. I don't know what it will do. Gives us mana back. Yes. Just uh, be
1: just has fifty percent CDR. That's oh. it.
0: <laughs> there was also a thing where it worked with Life Tap, right? I think I've been told that you could link it with Life Tap, and then you could like have yep. it so that life costs would trigger. The skills rather than the mana cost and they've changed that and fixed that but now i'm reading on the wiki that you can actually life tap on it is still good because the mana cost will be zero so spending any mana will always exceed the mana cost of link both skills
1: yeah i guess that's useful
0: yourself- i mean it does cost you a support slot so
1: yeah I guess that's useful it's balanced that way though like, that way is balanced because it's not it's really not that hard to get it to go off every time without it like
0: so hmm. I guess we can move on to noteworthy mentions in the new unique items uh I have only two things written down here. And that is, first of all, the unique devout chainmail that get added in Crucible, which is called the Fourth Vow, mm-hmm. which has seen uh, some usage. Definitely. Heard add it. A- <laughs> really?
3: What's it look like?
1: This. Have you really not? I have no
3: idea what the fuck
0: that is. Well, I guess the most noteworthy line is, armor also applies to chaos damage taken from hits. Um, yeah.
3: If I saw that, I'd get excited because I'd be like, oh, new unique. Because no, I've no—I've never seen that before in my life. Is it worth, like, a chaos? Or...
2: I actually have no game.
0: idea what it's worth in this know. league, but I assume that it's nothing because It can drop anywhere and MF has pretty much like made any unique super accessible.
3: That's true.
1: It's worth enough most leagues that it's definitely been on your filter the whole time and you just haven't seen one. So that's how rare it is. Uh.
2: Hmm.
0: But yeah, is there anything that I'm actually a real fan of the new wiki adding like meta commentary where it like tells you what you can use things with instead of just giving you objective information on the item at hand but also gives you like context and all that but is there anything else than the obvious interaction with uh, the juggernaut ascendancy
1: uh, people using yeah, this for anything else maybe hmm. transcendence maybe but i feel like anytime i use transcendence i'm probably just putting a low weave on
3: You could use it if you're unsure of your defenses and, like, split your damage taken between ES and life to have two different, like, regens and whatnot. It's a really shit way to build defenses. (laughs) I would know. I build shit defenses like that all the time. (laughs) It's how I would use it.
0: Time for the slippery Jim 4th row build. Uncorrupted Uh 6-link 4th row 2 div at the moment, but, yeah, that's in software trade, I assume. I I could imagine it being a little bit more valuable in hardcore, yeah, but in softcore right now, like everything is so cheap. That's not like in the MF bow meta builds. Sorry, Jim. Hmm?
3: No, it's like the delay
0: made me interrupt you again.
3: No, it's like it's two div for a six link. But how much does it cost a six link something? six at that point, right? So it's like what a hundred C. Yeah, for the about base half game. div. Yeah, still worth something
1: uh, for something to still be worth that much this league there
3: so that means it's good yeah that's pretty impressive never heard of it
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> right and we have another one and that is the unique bow that got added that time <clears throat> the widow hail you remember that one
3: it's traveling over the leaves. Yeah. Yeah, and it has increased it bonuses perfect. gained
0: from equipped quiver. And I, at first I looked at it and I was like, well, it doesn't really have any base stats of its own. So, like, how good can the stats that you get from your quiver really be? Right. But apparently, in damage over time builds, it's really good. Yeah, it
1: turns out really good. They can be really good.
0: If you have like 250% increased. Bonuses, yeah. uh still. I mean, you're you're giving up stats on your bow, so you're not running your typical plus three bow with uh with chaos multi and all that, or any dot multi. So you have to like craft a different chess piece to get your main uh-huh. link there. I would assume. I have no idea because I don't build those builds, but I do know it's getting
1: used a lot.
0: I could yeah, certainly yeah. i could certainly see using it with rear guard and hardcore dude dude getting all that block for free basically
2: mm-hmm.
0: of course also Soul strike i haven't even thought about that yeah that's massive dude 160 percent faster start of es recharge wait 280 oh yeah because it's 250 increased wow dude that's the crazy
3: Scorpion's Call is good for leveling as well. If Scorpion's Call still has a low eye level requirement, nope, never mind. Nope. What was it? There was something like ah, uh,
2: maybe I a mean, yeah, level 61 one on to Scorpion 100 life
3: per second. A big bonus in POB with uh, Blood and Sand.
0: I don't know, <sighs> it doesn't have a level requirement, so you could literally like use it from level four with a crag hit and get like the massive stuns, right get <laughs> like 500% increased stun duration. 700%, it says here. Wait, why does my brain not work correctly? 250% increased. Oh, yeah, 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 257. Now, 700% increased thunder duration from Crackhead in combination with a perfect Widow Hell.
3: I was making a Eye of the Great Wolf joke, I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: 1000% oh,
2: yeah. for- increased?
0: <laughs> Sorry. Are you doing Eyes of the Great Wolf joke, yeah. Classic.
3: Sorry. Yeah. I can't remember the thing with, like, Scorpion Skull. It was, like, some weird interaction with, you could use it while playing a melee build and it still gave you the bonuses. I don't know. Don't worry about it. I'm a, I I play bad builds, just ignore me.
0: I, I, I guess that might have been true, that you use it with, like, unarmed builds, but... Yeah, so th- that was all the notes that I had for Crucible. And we can move into Toda. But before we move into Toda, we could like quickly look back on ExcelCon and Gamescom, P.E. 2. Maybe some takeaways from the interview with Jonathan and Crip, but I guess... Have you watched that, Jim? I haven't seen it. No, then we'll uh, cover it when you when see I read the, entire the
3: closed captions, but I didn't watch it.
1: <laughs> we read the closed captions? Okay.
3: Yeah, right. Some interesting stuff in there.
0: Yeah. No, I thought it was a good interview. But uh, I didn't specifically didn't specifically write down a lot for that one. I was like... Do oh,
3: you want me to get my notes from the closed captions?
0: Do you have notes from the closed captions? Hey, if there's something that you want to talk about, then we can do it. Uh, Otherwise, I would really. have said no, Balor no. hasn't seen it yet. I, I will just talk about it in the next episode.
3: I was mostly just skimming to see if there was anything interesting. It was mostly, the only thing I really noticed was the, what you said about, like,
0: Portals being two and a half
3: seconds if you're in a boss fight. Let me have a look. See, you, yeah, you. I'd be interested in
0: what what slip what a slippery gym considers noteworthy from that interview, right? But like, we absolutely don't have to do that topic because we've already done a really good job at milking the topic list, and we already only have half an hour left to cover Toda and Affliction. So, oh man, we're gonna talk about Toda
3: for so long. It's gonna be crazy, like.
0: Well, 10 even, minutes
3: what can we not talk about
0: it, <laughs> it told it was is, great mm. from a lore point of view there's tons tons of great npc voice acting and yeah, tattoos I were universally liked
1: I, the only thing is i think tattoos maybe not the like specific limit ones like one proj and stuff but like just basic use of tattoos i think could have stayed cool they were actually pretty cool
3: but it's like the whole temporary power like tattoos have to go away for us to have charms this league kind of thing yeah or the charms would have been a lot shitter
1: i think a lot of the really strong tattoos would have gone what I mean is, I like the ones. I like the ones that were like, "Hey, you could change a stat node into like one suppress, or you know, change this ten stat node into four all stats instead, like that, like those ones." I don't. I feel like those could have gone core without too big of an issue. Yeah, there's definitely smoother and things available ways to fix problems that didn't exist before which I thought was cool but I'm not super upset that they're gone either
3: more busy work to fix builds it, it would have ended up like catalysts It's like here's 10 things that you do not going to care about and they're all worth a chaos each and we gave them Maybe. a box in heist that's it
0: At least catalysts are available now if you want to use them. Like, I don't know. I kind of enjoy, like, when I start to craft a ring or when I start, you know, to wear a new ring that I just bought, I usually have a decent amount of catalysts to apply without having to go to the market. And, like, if I don't have them, I can ask in the guild and someone has the catalysts that I need. But yeah. Uh, no, I I enjoy tattoos a lot as well. They were a little bit powerful, so I'm not sure <clears throat> to what extent they could have gone core without adjustments. But a lot of the power could have been offset by rarity, right? I mean, they were they were already not that easy to acquire in Toda. Sure, there was like a lot of them, but if you wanted to get all the ones of one specific kind that you wanted in your build then you'd probably have to trade for them you wouldn't usually farm them yourself and then if you think about a 10% occurrence rate right like 90% less than in total league mm-hmm. i think you probably pay a couple of divines to tattoo up your character now right if that was still a thing and they could have reduced values and you do sacrifice your your attribute stats which are really important in some builds especially if you're doing like off meta things right if you're trying to do something that is a different skill gem than the main attribute in in your area of the tree yeah well in that in that case you're already not getting your main stat from your area of the tree but what i'm trying to say is attributes are something hard to give up if you already don't have a lot of them and you're already struggling to fulfill your attribute requirements on items and gems so i do think that there is a space for tattoos and i mean chris said as much as the, the toda being a significant thing in poe 2 right i'm not I didn't make that up. That was actually something that was officially said, right?
2: Uh... I think like
3: the assets, like the totems themselves, like the 3D design put into them was like it would be a big like lore kind of thing. Like maybe a zone or a mission or two maybe. Or maybe it's a super big mechanic and it's going to get reworked and implemented into PoE 1. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was my takeaway. I, I think it was one of the things that Chris said at the Q&A here in the, in the park in Germany. So that's why you guys might not remember it, because the there's no park? video upload of that. No, was it an uh, actual a green park? Car Park would have been oh, also cool. Cool, but, cool, cool, but less, less uh, promising acoustics. It was really nice in, in the greens.
3: I found my cheat sheet for uh, the Kerperian interview. What do you want All to All right,
0: read? let's back, backtrack to that topic. Let's go. And then we go back to tattoos.
3: PoE 2 beta aims to include entire campaign and around 60 maps, but not all available at once. So maybe they, like, release it slowly? Yeah.
0: How, how yeah, I was actually is. surprised that the, he, he said as much as they want to do the entire game for the beta. I would have assumed that they, like, exclude the, you know, the same way that... Was Kitava in the 3.0 preview? I don't think it was, right? They did oh, it, like, an act at a
3: time, didn't they? It was, like, so, like, like I a month of Act 6, and then here's a month, now you've got Act 7. Here's another month, now you've got Act 8. Like, as they finished it. more or less.
0: Yeah. I remember something like that. Like, we didn't have direct access to everything at the same time. It was like in stages. And I think they kept back some of the, the boss fights and some of the big encounters weren't 100% in there. I don't remember the exact details on it, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I was kind of surprised when they said that they're Going to throw everything out there for POE2 beta.
3: Log out macro changes in hardcore. Uh, if you log out in a boss fight in hardcore, it does the same thing about like resetting the makes it so you can't like log out and still have the boss half killed kind of thing, like it'll reset the HP back up. Although we kinda of already knew that.
0: I'm a big fan of that. I like that. I'm yeah. In general, I think that the death penalty in Path of Exile has been sort of a joke for a while now um i mean a lot of people don't like the idea of having stronger xp penalties like i think balor was very vocal about that when that was a Holy thing in the in the events uh but like bad. losing 10 percent xp and a portal out of six is like often not a significant enough loss to to make you feel anything right and i'd like to have a little bit of a middle ground there so i think in PvE too like Making it so that you can zerg down a boss. I think that's definitely a good step. Especially for the acts, right? Like, in endgame, you can still, like, put up a portal. And then if you die, you can re-enter through the portal. So you, at least you don't have to walk back the entire time, right? I mean, I, we don't know. This is pure speculation. But they did say as much as, like, the, the hideout and endgame mechanics are loosely the same as in PoE1. They didn't exactly say what kind of Mapping system will have and stuff like that. But I assume that if I put down a portal in a map, it will still have that location forever in the map. And then if I die in the boss room with the portal in the boss room, I could still re enter the boss room instead of like starting at the beginning of the map, like I would if I died to a boss in the act playthrough. Right. So, like, Mm -hmm. that aspect is sort of alleviated. It'd Um, be funny
3: if they have a phased boss like that uh, Shikari thing that moves to a different room. And you die in the second room and it resets the boss fight at the beginning and then your portal's in the second room and then you're fucked. I'm sure they thought
0: <laughs> about that. Sure, surely they thought about that. They yeah. must have thought about that.
3: they, they got to think about us being really bad at the game. I'm not even entirely sure
1: that we need there to be an XP death penalty at all, let alone a larger one. But I'm a really big fan of resetting the boss fight. If I'm fighting the boss and I die, I should have to start again. I like that. I like that way more than I like an XP loss penalty. It, realistically, I can level to 100 anyway. It realistically, the death XP penalty doesn't actually bother me.
3: Like what about if personally? it's an end game boss? Like yeah, either. good, good. What if it's a boss that takes 20 minutes? <laughs> good. Good, good, yeah, I love my torture
1: Yeah I'm not even good at bossing I'll be the one that struggles with that And I'm still okay with that But losing XP seems trash And it's like, losing SP isn't a thing that bothers me I've leveled to 100 many times It's fine I, I can do it and I'll do it again, no problem I'll probably do it in this private league It's not that hard to do for me and I still think the XP loss is trash and shouldn't be there, even though it doesn't affect me. But having other penalties is good. And I'd like that one. I like the idea of, Oh, your boss fight has to restart. If you died, you didn't kill the boss fight it again. Like, I, I like that. That sounds way better.
2: Uh... The,
0: the, the sentiment. No, no, I got one. Uh, That every player is going to, on the first playthrough of PoE2, die on average twice per act boss. That was something Jonathan said, is like, kind of the design goal for the difficulty of the bosses.
3: Learning experience. As long as, like, clicking respawn at checkpoint puts you outside the boss like
0: it already does, I'm okay with it. No, it doesn't. It puts you back to the beginning of the map, right? I thought that's what we established. Yeah, but I mean, like, in a zone. Like yeah it doesn't add a load screen
3: it. if they if they move respawn in town and respawn in checkpoint will be a little bit further apart i'd be okay with that as well yeah you know if you're in hurry and you you're an idiot and you press respawn in town
0: oh yeah i mean i'm oh, totally an maybe idiot. they'll have a,
3: a respawn at well button so i can get my flash charges
0: i think if you respawn they're automatically refilled yeah maybe not true. in period 2 though i don't know that would probably be too easy Need need those extra steps, right? Any other uh, takeaways from the, the Crip interview?
3: Uh, reading uh, something about learning from ruthless to make play to make currency. I'm confused What this. How did I write this? Strike a balance in the pacing of the game, considering currency abundance and item values, learning from past league iterations, like ruthless. Yikes. Although it's probably are you just learning how currency and stuff input? like maybe we skip that one.
2: Mm, magic, I, I find remember that.
3: stat how about that? Magic find confirmed. Still maybe li- it's said likely though. No guarantee.
0: I mean, it's super obvious to me that they would want to keep something like that in the game. They're all super big D two fans. It's been an integral part of D two. I think it's an integral part of what they consider to be an ARPG. Like they <laughs> wouldn't consider a game an ARPG if it didn't have magic find in some way. Right. So, and I also kind of like the idea of being able to sacrifice a little bit of like speed zoominess, defensive power, offensive power for, for, uh, getting a little bit more reward out of your stuff. If you can handle the content that way.
3: Magic find is player agency. Oh my God. It was there all along. The player agency we've been looking for. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. People love that player agency stuff, especially this league. Uh, Path of Exile one leagues like Delve, Incursion, Breach, and Delirium among the favorites for potential integration to Path of Exile 2.
0: I was disappointed when, when Crip asked Jonathan because the way that Crip asked the question was that uh, he said that Jonathan answered the question previously of uh, which... P.E. 1 leagues are going to be in P.E. 2. And Jonathan had answered with a very unsatisfying, depends on which leagues I like, right? And uh, and Krip was like, well, which leagues do you like, Jonathan? And then Jonathan like was mentioning the ones that you said, and I was very disappointed that Jonathan didn't mention Betrayal, because I was like, oh, man, Betrayal is such a good league. Like That needs to be in P.E. 2 in some way or is another.
3: It? Oh, no, man, I not you. <laughs> what?
0: I really like the betray, betrayal like cycle of like setting up this safe houses and good. bosses. But from a lore point of view, I can't see how betrayal will be around in POE two. Because yeah, they're the immortal syndicate, right? Like so they haven't died, but POE two is like thirty years after PoE one. So you would think that there had been that there would be some changes between the immortal syndicate.
3: It's good to get multiple points of views on things, which is why I'm here to tell you that betrayal is shit.
0: You still haven't warmed up to it. No, I played a little bit. I hate it. It's so good, though. You can sell your your Ashland craft so quickly, this league, and like four or five divines. I hate people.
1: Whenever I interact with the Jun, uh, mobs could come and kill you. It doesn't use the freeze mechanic. It covers your entire screen. Uh, The jump-out mobs that come out the and, and jump you, never jump you until you're busy doing other content. Like, they never just do it when you walk and just clear and trash. You're always like, the intervention. Oh, I'll do this ultimatum. And then you get to, like, wave eight, and then Syndicate jumps you in the middle of the
0: ultimatum, and you're like, okay. That, that, that's just a skill issue. Like, I, I can 100%. If the intervention is not the first betrayal encounter to happen in my map, I can 100% predict when it's going to happen because it's always five seconds after you finish the previous encounter. You you run into, you go into the map, you that find the fortification, you finish the fortification, you talk to the last guy, you run away from it, you count in your head up to five or down from five, and the moment that you reach zero or five, depending on where you started, uh, you, the intervention spawns on you.
3: There's your problem. Ballard doesn't know how to count. Did not know that. It also doesn't happen because he sees the Betrayal, like the, the Research one, and even though that's flagged as his first encounter, he goes, fuck Betrayal, and he skips it. And then the yeah. game goes, oh, I'm waiting for okay, yeah, then it's spring on him.
0: If you don't do the encounters as you discover them, then it's a fair bit more unpredictable. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. But I like to do the, the Research underground, because there's so many rares in there, and it supercharges me with the Headhunter. Got a headhunter.
3: No wonder he likes betrayal.
0: <laughs> it's just literally borrowed power. Because like one guy from my guild bought a headhunter and then the next day decided to build an Arakali's Fang build and is like, well, I don't need the headhunter for this one. It doesn't really do anything. And it's like, cat master, you want to use it on your winter orb. Okay, great. And so I've been sitting on the headhunter for a little bit, but I'm probably going to farm my own. Like once the build is going and I can actually like juice and like really crank out that currency, I don't see a reason not to get a head hunter.
3: Um, I right. expect play time for the campaign, 40 to 50 hours, but that's only fresh. Like POE 2 is your first PeeWee experience. The same way that a new player coming into POE 1 campaign might take 50 hours to get into maps. That was in the same section of the I expect people to die one or two times per boss. Yeah. That, not about that will
1: not be us. It will not take us 50 hours. Uh,
0: no. But, they
3: said there's like 100 optional bosses, didn't they? That have like little books that give you like arbitrary numbers that go up. I'm clearing the full campaign, 100% baby. 300 hours, let's go. I,
0: I will applaud when, uh, when the IGN reviewers actually only take 50 hours to finish the P.E. 2 campaign. That that would be,
3: That'll be amazing, a,
0: a success that I will guy. celebrate. <laughs> you, think, you reckon he, the same guy he, still works there?
3: He has to. He has to do the second one as well. They can't not. They have to.
1: If the, if he doesn't still work there, and you need to get him back as a freelancer for one for one thing, do it again, it's buddy.
3: A thousand dollars to play ruthless. We got to fund this freelancer to do a a review yep. of Pee Wee too.
0: I need it. Right. Uh, any any other noteworthy points? Jim,
3: I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm reading. Reading. Uh, GTX nine sixty min spec. K- <laughs> I don't know. K- i W. I'm out, of, I'm out of things that are written down.
0: No. Okay. No, uh, I just wanted it. to make sure. There's... We already
3: touched on the well
0: yeah i literally touched on the will (laughs) in the game um and i liked it back to toda in that case then uh yeah big build power from tattoos could have gone core probably will come back in some shape or form as chris pointed out that toda will have a significant role to play in path of exalt two. you also did get a lot of free currency from toda like it was a very rewarding league for the people who did cater to the Tota, but unfortunately, I think it was its completely own thing and it, like you needed to build a very specific Tota build. And people like put it into the same camp sort of as Sanctum, where it is an out of map mechanic that requires you to build a completely separate character to really shine at the mechanic because it's so essentially different from what regular PoE is. And do we like that in general as like a PoE League? Something that, that poses a completely different challenge? I feel like Delve was already that, like Delve was already a different puzzle to solve. And we all like Delve, but Sanctum was a little bit like strayed a little bit further from the ARPG thing by introducing these roguelike elements. And then Toda is like even further away from the ARPG thing I think, right? Outside of that, you build a character.
3: I don't I think the um, building of the character, like the character that actually worked with Tota, didn't feel like a P.O.E. character. It felt like a, like a spreadsheet. Like a, here's your checklist, and now the, the you don't even play Tota anymore. You know, it's it wasn't it wasn't what they said it was. It wasn't like an auto battler.
0: It no. just felt like work. I don't know. Hard to describe. Was it less of an auto-battler than Blight was the tower defense? Yes. Because Blight is a tower defense now
3: with the changes, and I guess it kind of was originally. Depends if you use the oils on the rings and whatnot. Like, you you could not do that and not use the towers, and you could play it like whatever. You can't do that with Toto. You can't just bring in a character and be fine. Also, unrelated, but back in Toto, I think I was on one of your podcasts, and I said that, like, I was failing Totas, and it would still rank me up, and you're like, nah, that doesn't happen you bullshit. It happened consistently afterwards. It was just, I I was stuck in an area where I couldn't do the Totas, and every time I failed, it went, congratulations, here's two more ranks. I'm like, please, please make the number go down. It only kept going up. I don't know what was going on. It was hell. T- Fuck Totas.
1: Totas tota was weird because it was missing some, what would be, in my opinion, very simple things that would have made it a very good league that I feel like, look, I want to be armchair developer man, but I'm going to do it anyway because it feels like these things shouldn't be difficult, but I'm not a programmer. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it really just needed to be like somewhat progression shared so that every time you started a new character, you didn't have to start from scratch. And there needed to be a way to go. Uh, this is getting too hard. I would like to do it, but um, down a hundred please. And if it, I feel like if it had those two things and you didn't have to start from scratch and you could go sideways instead of keep getting harder forever it would have been way better
0: yeah I think we could all agree on that that's uh, not an unreasonable demand yep and well,
2: I hope that they
3: the bullshit scaling of like you getting stunned for five seconds and them getting stunned not at all, you could have kept that but at higher tiers
0: I do hope they implement something like that when inevitably, inevitably it comes back. Uh, we also had some changes alongside the Toda mechanic, most notably the Guardian rework, that gave him the what do you call him? The big boy.
1: Yeah. Big boy. Pox. Oh, well,
2: Sentinel
0: of Radiance. I've I've been told you can just slap on that bad boy and uh and get the minion AoE nodes and some like minion damage nodes and it cal- it'll carry you to yellow maps.
1: Yeah, yeah just on yeah, the
3: convocate on left click.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Convocate have, and minion convocate. AoE and
3: walk far away and he teleports to you.
2: Yep. Pocket
0: box. Just <laughs> yeah, pocket box. Nice. I, I, i've not heard that one before right uh overall how do we reevaluate the the, the guardian rework now that we gained some distance to it uh is a good place or is it a little bit silly with the the sentinel is it too pigeonholed does it allow you for like is it good for a number of builds that are unintuitive because i think that's like something that is highlight worthy also from the Jonathan Crip interview, where Jonathan had this really beautiful sentence, and I don't think I can say it quite as beautifully as Jonathan, where he said that when they're designing the ascendancies, they try to make it so that it is very obvious, you know, that there's a layer of a very obvious build that you could do with something that also fits from an archetypical lore point of view. When you look at the Templar, that it could be doing Righteous Fire, you look at the, you know, the druid and he does the shape-shifting stuff. But that that the bonuses that you actually do get from the ascendancies are worded in a very open way that you know kind of strongly hints in the direction that you would think but that there's also like it's a lot more open to interpretation and you could use it in different builds because the stats are just the stats that happen to be good for that archetype but they can also work well with other um, other uses and i think well, I'm not sure is that like is that design goal done well for the guardian? Is there like enough variety that you can do with the guardian or is he just the big boy ascendancy?
2: Um, the big
3: boy is just like two nodes, like one node, right?
1: Yeah.
3: I think it's pretty good overall. I do it's wish not it worked. boy ascendancy it's just an ascendancy with a big boy.
1: Yeah. I wish it worked with chains of command but it's not really an ascendancy problem as much as it is a change of command problem. So.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yes, that's
3: fine. I've got to change the command build one sec. Let me see if it's got big boy. It can't. I, I right, forgot to going. honorably yeah.
0: mention Val animate weapon earlier when I talked about like my favorite Val skills and it only set Val caustic arrow. I'm sorry, <laughs> Val animate weapon. You deserved an honorable mention. You were so cool when you were introduced.
1: Chains of command disables the entire Guardian ascendancy. Basically. Um, You can't have the big boy out, and you can't have the three supporting dudes. They're not animated weapons. You can only have animated things. That's it. (laughs) Done. That bit makes me sad. I wish it worked. But otherwise, it's pretty good.
0: Right, so Guardian pretty good. At the same time, Chieftain was reworked. Chieftain uh, was a little bit Mm. less fortunate, get the short end of the stick, we would say. It had
1: one good build it could run.
0: And now it has two?
1: Now it's zero, (laughs) what do you mean?
0: (laughs) I have no idea as to exact Chieftain builds, I'm just picking up stuff from chat, where chat is saying...
3: Boom! Big boom build, isn't it? Yeah. It's the it. build, yeah. It doesn't have to be um,
1: fulcrum. Well, you're right. It doesn't have to be, but it is typically...
3: Typically it is fulcrum build. but As I'm sitting here with my one working build that can do the League Mechanic fulcrum equipped. <laughs> yep.
0: But it does have like you said does have that one big exploding or what was it three percent chance to explode for five percent
3: five percent for 500 life
0: yeah and you can stack that with charms so you can get that up to eight percent right you can get like one percent on every charm
3: You get nine if you use the the,
0: the and uh, that which was taken jewel exactly yep so at nine percent you'd think that's pretty consistent right
1: uh, yeah, 5% is yeah. pretty consistent. Honestly, 5% is does feel like enough. It's fine. I thought it was mm. not going to be enough. I was like, 5%? That's going to be trash. Turns out it's actually fine.
0: Yeah, it depends on the pack size in your maps, I think. I, probably not worth it during leveling and in your early whites, but as soon as you roll 8 mods, rare corrupted maps and all that.
1: It matters the most that it's like eight times the size of any of the explosions you can get that are like 20 or 30% chance. If the explosion's is huge, so you only need one to blow up. One mob blowing up from an occultist pop does not kill your entire pack. It just doesn't. It only it just kills here, and you need those to kill over here, and you need those to kill over here. One mob in a, in a pack with chieftain just goes, there's everything gone. Like,
0: good stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually curious how much these charms are. Because I'd like to see deep. how it is. But if you're saying it's already conv- I think. Uh, consistent enough without them,
2: might yeah. not be worth Maybe
3: six, Somewhere between 6 and 8 for just a single mod and like 20 for something good. Oh, wait, no. 220 for something good and 20 for just the mod.
0: Well, that's still pretty cheap, considering the amount of wealth acquisition in this league. Yeah. Uh the domain of timeless conflict was nerfed in Toda. Do we still remember that? When uh, they, they completely removed some, some monster levels from that and probably overall the amount of XP gained. I actually did some Toda yesterday. Uh bullshit some domain of Timeless Conflict with a carry. And another guy, and it seemed like still pretty decent experience. Not quite as OP, but still an okay thing. 50% now for something like that,
2: right? Yeah,
1: it seems still fine. So.
0: Yeah, where do you stand on that uh, slip region? What's that? Where do you stand on that? Do you like uh, the idea of there being things that like, basically levels that can be traded essentially, right? Like you can in trade economy, just purchase your way to level 95, level 100. If that, Is that didn't something? exist,
3: it would be Chaola runs. And if Chaola runs didn't exist, it would be juiced maps. It's just people trading services.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. But I'm saying uh, as in like, you're on board with the ability the, 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 to, the, to be an easy way, an easy and fast way to get your character leveled. I mean, map rotations would probably still be a little bit more painful, and you'd have to follow along, right? Domain would of that, Timeless Conflict like, is essentially, you pay for it and you AFK in the thing, as long as you're not prone to getting one shot.
3: Would you say that it shouldn't be allowed, and therefore you're not allowed to carry your friends through the campaign, because you're getting an advantage from someone else helping you do something? I like, don't know. Just, I mean, I don't for think the people who mind that... You, if you're, if you're SSF, against it, then you just don't do it. I don't yeah, yeah. have anything. I'm not against like anyone selling a service for doing this. This seems just like it's a video game Man, you get carries in raid wows. It's, that's how games work.
0: Yep. Yeah. But you we could answer any question on this podcast game. with it doesn't matter. It's a video game, right? Like, I mean, well, we have opinions on these it's, things it's, because yeah. we play it.
3: It's, it's an economy that players make around our video game. So because of that, it's a service that exists. So, I don't care if it exists or if it doesn't exist. I think it's cool and really interesting to stand back and look at the grand web of all the different things that happen in PoE, and that's just one of them. Okay. I'm neither against nor for it. I hate people, so I'm never going to buy a service, and I'm never going to sell a service. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is.
0: I want to clip that out of context so that it's like not obvious that you're talking about PoE. Oh that it could, I could hate be the same about real life. Like there's, there's, it's not out of context. I'm just
3: giving you a little bit of extra. Like I just hate people. <laughs> all context, every people equally.
0: Yeah. No, like like yeah. Just Don't seems something very like apt to say about the real world economy as well, right? Like people exchange services and that's okay, right? Like I, I'm just not partaking in it.
3: <laughs> sure. Well, okay. You're comparing like what? XP running is now the drug trade? What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> when I was younger, I played this browser game where you play like a crime lord guy, you'd be able to traffic drugs and all that and my brother was playing the same browser game like a text-based browser game and like we sometimes had conversations in public about like how we're bringing so much ecstasy on the plane from, from Japan to, uh, to the Netherlands and all that. And like, at some point we just realized it is this is really stupid to think of, like to talk about these things so openly when it's not obvious to outside people that we're talking about a browser game, <laughs> but they actually might be thinking we're like actually talking about actually tra- trafficking illicit substances.
3: Just don't do it at the airport.
0: Yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh.
3: I mean that's what I was talking about POE generically, and my mum was in the room, and she thought every time I said currency in like Exalts and Divines, she thought I was spending real life money on video games to get <laughs> <laughs>
0: Some shiny pants, I dude. One can. of my one of my Instagram friends, and like I have a lot of IRL people following my Instagram, and very very few people who are like from my content following following my Instagram. I mean, there's some, but like the most people from my Instagram are people I know in IRL. And like one of the girls from my Instagram following wrote me, uh, and she was like, "I I read something. You're you're doing a podcast about like investment strategies, and I was just curious, like what kind of what kind of stocks would you recommend me to invest in?" <laughs> like she completely oh, didn't no. get that it was about in-game investment strategies <laughs> and that was so oh, funny no. i'll still have oh, to explain no. to her that i'm not a stockbroker.
3: i am a stock comma broke Lol. <laughs> you're
0: you're um, a broke stalker terrible jerk
3: <laughs> yeah don't buy bby and don't buy gme because i've only lost money <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh, another thing that got reworked outside of the main of timeless conflict, which we decided is still completely. Okay. Uh, tormented spirits, Kek W.
3: Uh,
1: they, they you think it just go,
0: but
3: they're
1: fine. They're, fine. They don't they're
3: part go. of the economy to stand back and watch them go. That's my, that's my answer to everything now. They don't,
1: <laughs> they're just, they're still only okay. They're still only okay when they're already in a mob. But they gave us way more ways to put them in a mob to begin with, so,
3: I guess, thanks? They were fun in that private, weekly, week-long race thing, where they could go and use, Which one? and you didn't have to invest in anything.
0: Oh, where the, the yeah. Atlas Passive Keystorm was uh, already allocated in one-fifth of your areas. Yeah, I don't know, I was pretty hyped about that Keystone, but it's like, for me personally, like, I, it's so close to being good, but it's been so close to being good for so long right and i've always said just give them 300 percent action speed give them more survivability so they don't instant die make them able to go through walls or something like that but just make it so that if a player is trying to make them possess something that they actually possess something instead of being these bumbling idiots that run into the wall into the corner then they don't know where to go and then they despawn because their timer expires and then they did indicate that they're doing all these changes in the patch notes and i was so hyped i was like finally they're doing the thing that i'm asking for for so long and then i played it and in the, within one or two days i knew it's exactly the same problem it's just too little too late and now i'm in the camp with Balor. It's just like just remove them just take them out of their misery
3: you need a keystone that just says ghosts are aggressive and it solves everything I just go turbo, oh, yeah. Just need to make them aggressive. No keystone, okay. just... Okay, That's that works too. Just add it in the keystone. Have you yeah, tried uh, a fair save's uh, uh, Trico recently? No. Do you know what it does? It gives you a little candle yeah. in your head. It's great. Really? Yeah, it makes and you... It, make it,
0: makes it makes Tormented Spirits touch. able to possess you as well, right? Or no, touch you.
3: touch you. No,
1: touch no. yeah. Not possess, just touch you. Okay, so no that's grip.
3: Would be nice. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind if like, gave me one ghost permanently for the map, and it was just a random crapshoot on what I got. That'd be cool. Single perma shrine. The hat. I don't know. Ghosts are fine. There's no entire TFT uh, mafia economy around ghosts that I know of. Well, there's one secret Illuminati community about ghosts that I know of, but I'm not allowed to talk about
2: it.
0: Okay.
3: It is very spooky, though. Boo. Etc.
0: Well, at least now I know why the spirits are tormented, because uh, I, I'd be tormented as well by such terrible movement and uh, possess, possess animation mechanics.
3: They're all playing on predictive. That, that's it. <laughs> that's why they're getting stuck on doors and shit and can't go through Yeah, they're just predictive ghosts.
0: Probably. Someone should, should tell them how to uh, activate lockstep.
3: They don't got feet. They can't. They floating.
0: <laughs> okay, lock float then. <laughs> yeah, lock float. Um, we got two more points then we're through, guys. Don't worry. Uh, 16 new Atlas Keystone passive skills were added in Toda. That also feels like it's already been longer that we had all these Keystone passes, like the, the, mm. the ones with the fragments and the ones with the favorite maps and all that. Uh, any standouts there? Any favorites? At least useful? Something that you always pick, you never pick? I'm going to bring up the PoE Planner Atlas Tree.
1: I don't even remember which ones are
0: new.
3: Yeah, it just feels like they're part of the game.
0: Well, I can tell you now. But yeah, the, the, it is actually with uh, with that, I, I do agree. It's... Uh, kind of hard to remember which ones were already there and which ones were... Proportation,
3: uh... is that a new one? That's pretty nice, occasionally.
0: Proportation? I think uh, the the mechanic-specific ones, right? So all the ones that... uh, The the, the, the big... The big uh, expedition one? The legion
3: one, which made it good for new people? Like infinite time, but you only get a certain amount of legions? monsters
0: right exactly right the maven one where she summons additional bosses when witnessing the that's one, one uh, right? the valve side area one oh that's such a meme though where like they are no longer corrupted and so you can actually use currency to roll the valve va- valve side areas and people were actually doing that until they realized it's a, an utter waste of time
3: hmm now I've got a new
0: video idea. <laughs> <laughs> we rolling a hundred Val areas areas.
3: Well, unique ones aren't there? You could chance. Yeah, yeah. You them could
0: scour them. chance them, but from what I've heard, it's not very, very likely that you get them. So we have a Cassia keystone. We get the tormented spirits keystone, the beyond keystone. That that one is like the one that's favorite, no that favorite. That I favorite.
1: That I used a bunch and will again.
0: Because, especially because before it was added, that's something that you always said you wanted is that they don't spawn bosses, but you just keep beyond mobs in your entire map because the beyond ends when you spawn the boss, so you didn't want the boss.
1: Yeah, I was definitely one of them.
0: There was one with the favors at ritual altars in the maps costing between 90% less and 80% more. I'm not sure. Has that seen a lot of use?
3: Not really.
1: Uh, Nah. I don't think I've seen anyone
0: use it. But the other one that makes you unable to re-roll favors at Ritual Altars, but in turn grants 100% more tribute.
3: Yep. People use that after they've already uh, deferred something. Like if you've oh yeah, exactly.
0: They're more likely yeah. for it to be affordable. Yep. Okay. Yeah, the Keystone passive we talked about, uh, the the Legion encounter one we talked about. Delirium fog never dissipates. Kind of feels like a little bit harsh downside to not be able to find delirium orbs and some lacrimum splinters. Like if you wanted permanent delirium on your maps, you just use a delirium orb, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Legion Keystone is the worst I, and utterly know. useless. Is it? So, I, w-
1: I wasn't going to go into it, but it's actually literally worse to have that Keystone than it is to not in every single situation.
0: Like, even or if like you have a really shitty player. build with no damage? Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's still bad.
0: Uh, it, and you're, yeah, elaborate.
1: So, okay. If you've got that Keystone,
2: you shouldn't then you're be doing Legion anyway.
1: Into Legion, and if you need that Keystone, you have no business being spec into Legion. You're hurting yourself in every situation.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. So it only in the shifting never stones be event. Yeah. Well. Hmm. Yeah, good point. Oh, and chat is just pointing out something that I completely missed or forgot again. But yeah, the the. Delirium one is actually really good in SSF if you need Cluster Jewels. Because, yeah, it does exclude Delirium Orbs and Splinters from being able to drop, but you can still get Cluster Jewels. So, that one's pretty good. Yep, I've been hmm. using
2: that
1: one in the Private League for exactly that. What are we your thoughts
0: make- on uh, on Crop Rotation?
1: I've never tried it. That's one of the ones that I just haven't tried for some reason.
0: I think that one would also lend itself quite well to a slippery gym video, don't you think? I'm
2: doing it right
3: now.
0: You're doing it right now?
3: Yeah, I'm doing it right now. Specked into it fully.
0: In this very moment? Yep. Okay. I
3: played 12 maps of the magic find mechanic. I got rid of my FOMO. I'm like, this is cool, but it's not for me. I'm fully specced into crop rotation. On Crimson Prison. Crimson Prison. Yep.
0: Slippery Jim meta slave.
3: First time, first time I've farmed Crimson Prison. I've never farmed it apart Wait. from like hundred when it came out for a video. Threw up that shit post. Never touched it since.
1: Funnily enough, no one else is really, in Crimson Prison this league, so yeah. you're still not being a meta slave at all. Exactly,
3: I'm safe.
0: <laughs> Wait, why I'm not? Like, is it just I out of favor gemetta. because there's other? Strats there or in burial chambers and in
1: either burial chambers or cemetery or jungle valley,
3: and I tried each of those. I did four of each, and I'm like, well, not burials. I skipped. I'm never touching the burials again. But I did a uh, four cemeteries and eight jungle valleys. I'm like, cool. I'm done.
0: Hmm, They're good. Bad.
3: They are pretty good. Magic finds fun.
0: I like the jungle valley mesa back and forth because you can get fortunate in every one of those maps. And if you juice, even like a moderate oh, amount, buried, it's like. like
3: by the way, the drop you rate get in like Arid is way better than Mesa for the fortunate, the fortunate card. Yeah, because okay. uh, it's got, cause each of them have different like drop rates, like different amount of cards that have different weights. So you get way more fortunates in Arid Lake than you do in Mesa. I mean, they're both really good, but, but Arid Lake is like the best out of every map on the Atlas for getting fortunates.
0: I'll try, but I've I've never looked at fortune as as being like the ultimate goal of my farming, but it's always been like a nice accumulation on the side because every single fortunate drop is a sixth of of the divine. And it's so quick that you get the dozen for the set and then another two divine injection on the side. Just feels pretty satisfying, even though...
3: Also, Arid Lake has the bird that you can break all his eggs to give him a bunch of rarity. So if he gets glitter, he will fuck you up. But also, you know, a massive explosion of items. True. Nice.
0: Right. Uh, I guess we covered most of the the Keystone passive skills, and I've kind of, I think if there was another one that we needed to talk about, we've talked we would have talked about it by now. I guess availability mm-hmm. of of like all League map crafting options with six gateways allocated is also something Balor always wanted, because now no. you can do like. No, oh yeah, Ooh. I remember you being firmly opposed to it because the it like opposite. homogenizes the leagues.
1: Every single league is the same. I don't think seventh gate should be a thing at all, but it already is. So I guess.
0: What what do you say, Jim? Is that like something that? kind of separates Um, leaks for you from uh, one another is like where it's noteworthy that what what map crafts are available and it doesn't destroy some of the the leak identity if you get every map craft just i am a hundred percent okay
3: with it because i need it so i can put harvest on every map
0: fair that that is a base slippery gym take for Uh, science
3: yeah. Sorry, I was just I'm confused by what someone said in chat. It's blowing my mind. Unless I'm misreading
0: it. Anyway, don't Wait. worry about it. Yeah, about like the crop, crop rotation. rotation.
3: Yeah. Do I have do I can I just wilt crops and then move on? I don't actually have to kill them.
0: Well, what be the point?
3: <laughs> like cause you wilt the purple, like you, you wilt one and then it upgrades the other colours, right? But like everything starts at a low tier, like tier zero or whatever. And you kill like purples, upgrade yellows. Well, I, I thought you had to kill them, but can I just pick them and then I don't have to kill them and I could just move on? Yep. If I've been doing this the slow way, <laughs> like, I don't know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> well, on my mind. Jim plays inefficiently. Oh my god, who could have figured that
0: out? Yeah, my ver- my worldview is shattered. I won't be able to sleep tonight.
3: Uh, I uh, 24 hour stream rent
0: right? yeah exactly 24 hour <laughs> recap stream
3: no I mean like you, you click the one you want to do and it wilts the other one and then you click it again to summon it right or do you have to click it again
0: I'm confused
3: I'll fuck it I'm doing a map right now one sec I'll answer my own <laughs> question
0: Sure. And then you can interject it uh, after we've talked about the noteworthy uniques from Toda. And I have two written down here. And one of them is Rakiata's Dance, which is an engraved great great sword. Well, I can't speak. It treats enemy monster elemental resistance values as inverted, which is pretty huge because it also has a big chunk of elemental flat damage. And I believe this is commonly used for... uh, Chains of Command builds because you give it to your animated guardian and then summon copies of this sword, which pretty formidable minion. And then also you could use it on the the trap skill, right? The blade trap
3: build as well, I think. Yeah.
0: What did you say? Excuse Is me. Is there a flicker strike build with it? Yes, flicker strike with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's, That's one interesting. As well. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that work for Flicker Strike. It doesn't have any charge interactions or anything, but solid base damage and attack speed. Plus, I mean, the, Ele- I, what is it? Hmm. Yeah, the LE damage, uh, the, the resist values inverted is just really, really good. Especially because it's consistent. Unlike the Mastery that treats Monster Elemental Resist as inverted in 25% of the cases, this is just like all the time. So you can really reliably build around it also. And you like don't pick any resist reduction, I guess. Just penetration. Is there a way to buff enemy elemental resistance?
1: Yeah. Elemental equilibrium?
0: No. Not anymore, oh, yeah. though. That, that applies exposure now, right? Uh, or does yeah. it also raise resistance to other ones? Is it just so. exposure?
1: Hang on, I'm checking.
0: But yeah, that used to be like a really unique mechanic back in the day in Path of Exile that you were able to give enemies resist with equilibrium. And I mean, now in the context of of inverted, uh, I also think it makes perfect sense that it's not in the game anymore. But for a long time I was like wondering why they're changing this to make it like instead of the interesting note that it was, that it used to be to just apply exposure. That was a, a very boring change to me personally at the time, but it does make sense.
2: Hmm. Hmm. I
1: don't really have a lot to say on that weapon because I don't play melee builds or things that resemble, resemble melee
3: builds in this game. Hmm. Just at all. Oh, I dropped oh. a divine. This map is very scary because there's betrayal of people chasing me and trying to stab me. Nice. Yep.
0: I can hear your loot filter. Is it routed through your... Is so it just I loud? My... I have no idea. I just heard here we random We can hear things. it. Uh, we get another noteworthy unique Sorry. here. That is the Defiance of Destiny. Good. We're oh, almost hard. through. going to be on the list. Yeah. Huh. That's too strong. This
1: so. is this is the rough power equivalency of a mage blood for what is currently three divines for an okay rolled one and like five or six for a well rolled one. And it is the rough power add to your character as a mage blood it is woefully undervalued and woefully underrepresented. Amazing amulet.
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy how much recovery this is for. Well, I I'll always say for free, but obviously it's not free. You sacrifice your amulet slot, which could be very good. But then also uh, earlier when I said for free, uh, when I talked about Widow, Hail, and the Quiver, obviously that's two item slots. So take it with a grain of salt when Captain Master says for free. You can support this podcast for free by sub- purchasing a subscription. <laughs> no, no, by spending your time for watching it. That's also not free, right? Time Time's money. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Defines of Destiny, really, really good. And we've seen a, a, a bunch of builds with that, this league. Another note worthy mention I wanted to bring up is Heat Shiver, which has been nerfed. Like Heat Shiver was really good for a league or two, (laughs) after they changed it, and then they decided to completely change it again. Or nerf it. Wait, what was the change? No, I'm unsure. Oh yeah, it did change the 100% cold damage extra fire against frozen into 30. It's Uh, really good, Ryan. Yeah, probably. But that combined with the uh, the removal of helmet enchants, like definitely shifted the role that it has in Path of Exile. I mean it's still a good helmet. But it just there used to be this Yeah, this was best in slot for a lot of builds, right? But there also used to be this like mutual reinforcement of the meta of the lab runners versus the meta of the players right like because based on what the players are playing the lab runners would enchant certain bases with certain enchants and based on the supply of certain enchants on certain bases people would use certain items and certain builds right because it was just common to enchant those bases specifically and those uniques with that skill so like there was not really a market if you wanted to go off meta with helm enchants. unless of course you want to go out of your way and pay a lab runner to run like 200 labs to get your enchant for you, which could be very costly.
3: I'm glad that they fixed that.
0: Well,
2: nerfed it,
3: whatever. By the way, uh, crop rotation doesn't work. How I got excited that it could work. I've been doing it the correct way. We're all good. Wait. I'm in fact, not an idiot.
0: It doesn't work the-, the way that you expected, accept- but you're not an idiot.
3: It doesn't work the way that I thought the person in chat was saying it does work. Therefore, I've been doing it the right way.
0: Okay, because it, it does work out. the way that you thought it worked. Yeah. Right.
2: Nice! Well,
0: that's all my notes, guys. We went through the entire 2023. Now, if you still want to talk a little bit about Affliction, I'm, I'm good. But we also like managed to get so much talking time out of this very limited topic list and just the concept of uh, going over the editions in 2023, the past leagues and all that. Is there something, I think that's a good, maybe a good closing round. Is there something that didn't go core that you wish would have gone core, I guess outside of tattoos? Mm. I'm also Was thinking hard. In-
3: was Imperium's ban this year? No,
0: nah, that was in ritual. Nah. That's like.
3: Damn it. Never mind.
0: Oh, Ultimatum, even, right? Yeah, have made that like one permanent. 200 years ago. <laughs> that's on the permanent list.
3: Yeah, just made that a permanent one. That'd have been great. That'd have been good for the economy as a whole. Maybe. It really wouldn't
1: have. They don't affect it much and the like way they do
3: as positive, them, like, not negative. Not, not them, like, as a. What they're doing, but as their effect on like what everyone else do, does, kind of thing. Also, mental health. Great. It's good for my mental health to not see what could be. I'm just, there's nothing. There's nothing that didn't go core yeah, that I would want. Yeah, I can't hmm. think of anything. Because we only had three leagues and they were mostly mid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like going over it in my head, I guess. No. Not the Forge of the Titans, not any any crucible mechanic. The trees were too strong and too obscure and like weird accessible. I liked it for a league, but there was many, many problems with it. Not specifically with the trees, but like with the the acquisition and the modification and all that. Uh yeah, Toda also not. I think Tattoos is like Still, the biggest point on that list, where it's like, yeah, it would have been cool to have some tattoos, maybe a, a little bit less strength, less ex- accessibility, but any any sort of way that you can modify your passive tree in Path of Exile is really cool. And I think we're at like a point where there's so many things, right? You could do the cluster jewels, you could have like your regular jewels, your abyss jewels, you get the timeless jewels, which have the radius, and then you have the the jumping jewels with the impossible escape and the threat of hope and the intuitive leap and all that i mean there's, there's so many ways that you can shape your passive tree i don't think a little bit tattoo here or there would hurt anyone in the grand scheme of things
1: yeah i don't think so i think it would have been fine but oh well
0: recombinator was last year Recombinator was the year before that recombinator was sentinel yeah. Sentinel was 3.18 and that was the league before lake of calandra if i'm not mistaken so we had sentinels this year only in the one week event and that was uh tainted by the fact that we had the huge xp penalty which many people did not like and therefore the drop-off was huge after level 95 <laughs> like, I played for like five minutes and did like two maps, and I gained like 200 ranks after 95 because everyone hit 95 and quit the league. <laughs> and like, no one on the ladder was above 95, pretty much. That was funny. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. Thanks for doing this with me. This was a great recap. And I. Uh almost feel a little bit guilty that Slippery Jim didn't get to talk about his hot takes regarding Affliction too much.
3: You can if you want. We got another uh, 22 oh, and-, and a half hours,
0: 21 and a half hours. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, uh, <laughs> we're over time. <laughs> Be- Fella no, wants no, we- to play Torchlight.
3: No,
1: I want to go to sleep. <laughs> oh. It's 1.30 in the morning. What do you mean? True. My bedtime was two hours ago. I'm an old man.
0: Oh, fair, fair enough. Well, but well, you gotta train a little bit, right? More. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. Are you gonna you gonna do a 24 hour stream then? No. <laughs> I watch no. the
2: <laughs>
1: There have no 24 hour streams in my future.
0: That sounded borderline insulted.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I don't even want people to get that idea.
0: Like, I thoroughly you know, reject the idea of any 24-hour stream.
1: Yeah, that's not that's not a thing. That's not happening. We're not doing that.
0: <laughs> I might try and do a long one tomorrow, but like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I might also just hang out with friends.
1: R- Remember, I also work like a job, in real life. True. But I have to get I up and leave and go
3: to...
0: I'm, I'm going to have one of those this coming year as well. Cringe. cringe! Yeah, absolutely. Like it is. Horrible. So, Slippery Jim, Any, any, uh, hot takes on the way out? W- what are you doing next?
3: Uh, hot takes. Yeah. I saw a wisp. I I've seen millions of like wisp videos. Oh, I made a that, terrible like, mistake. And like what's good and all that nah. stuff. And every single one of them is wrong. And it's kind of hard to be wrong when there's only three options. Like, sure, there's three options and you can combine them together in all the different ways. But every single video I've seen is missing the best combination. Okay, the best combination is all three, right? Ignoring that. Second best combination is...
0: Is yellow and blue.
3: Blue and purple. Blue and purple? Like, blue and purple is shit and no one mentions it ever. Blue and purple is god tier. Because the rarity of the purple wisps makes the currency roll better. So if you, get, ah. if you get blue and purple in a map, like in a, in a magic find map, the amount of divines and Voldo boxes you get is fucking crazy. So uh, don't discount purple if you have to pick between three. I mean, if you can get three, get all three. But if you're like, um, if, you're lo- if you've got your blue and you're like, now do I take yellow or purple? Get purple for the love of God. Get purple next. Prioritize purple. I get, get one yellow. step
1: slightly further than that. I value yellow at half like if i had 5k that i could just allocate i would be myself 1k yellow 2 purple 2 blue mm-hmm. that's how that's how i would do it
2: oh yeah when 1k fuck-
0: yellow 2k purple 2k blue i okay 2 one, they 1 1 they i'll make- remember that ratio i'll try
3: they said they're going to make it more distinctive and then they fucked off and didn't say didn't they're like yeah we're going to make it so you can see blue better crickets Just <laughs> nothing that's true. What the hell, single person that was going to do that? They must have fired him or something.
0: I hope that that still comes. I I, I mean, obviously they're not going to post a patch during the holidays, but maybe we could still get an early January patch oh, right. to clean up some of those things. And definitely if and mind? when it goes core, I, I expect those changes to be made. But yeah, I, I don't want to cut too much into Balor's bedtime, and again, I'm grateful that we did this episode because uh, our, our other guest actually jumped off and left us in the rain. He, he was like, I'm, I'm I'm gonna do a party instead. <laughs> but uh, no, it's good. Uh, shout out to you know who you are. I don't want to call you out on the podcast because people might take it the wrong Why? way.
3: What the hell? <laughs> Why would you do that? You bitch.
0: <laughs> no, nah, dude. dude Lady, Lady has made time for this podcast so many times in 2023. I think if we're doing a 2023 recap for Poe, we also have to mention that Lady was probably the most frequent Faded Connections guest, just because he made himself available all the time. Because he was like, "Yeah, I'll be there. Just let me know." And like, proactively, actually wrote me before the leak. Yo, Catman, what about podcasts? Are there any any appointments that I should put into my schedule and all that? So like. Yeah, I saw a comment
3: out. early on that was like, why is Jim here? I hate Jim. Should have been Lighty? And I'm like, he quit. Lighty bailed. He failed on you
0: We also had a comment that said, Happy New Year, Jim and Kat. And they completely not- omitted Balor. Because- <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Every- like, the thing is, everyone has haters on this podcast, though. I just recently had a comment again on my on my YouTube, on the VOD, where someone on my YouTube channel says, Hey, this podcast is great, but someone cut out this Catmaster guy. It would be ten times better.
1: It's literally on your channel. It's literally your podcast. Uh,
0: This
1: podcast would be great if it wasn't for the host and organizer. Get fucked.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry that I guess. I'm sorry that I shamelessly <laughs> use the opportunity to shove my face in front of the audience. I should be ashamed of myself and just let the the, the significant people talk about Path of Exile. Guy, if
2: only
3: there was something I could do, Did not see him. <laughs> anyway, like and subscribe and all that.
0: Yeah, like, subscribe. Uh, press the the ring for more content like this. Do definitely follow Slippery Jim to see the upcoming video about the crap rotation and, uh, any future project oh, projects. You're not making a video about that.
3: Nah, I
2: don't, know. I don't
3: know. Oh, I have an idea. That's like an eight minute video. It's hilarious, but it will take me 300 hours to do. So I'm going to do that instead. It'll, right. uh, it'll see it in maybe two weeks or all. It sounds good. It.
0: Yep. I- I'm looking forward to that. I'm subscribed to your channel and I have the bells activated. So I get the notifications and, uh, yeah. <laughs> no no need to apologize. It's, you know, I've I've been uh, a masochist for a long time now. Anyway, and also, guys.
3: If, remember on Catmaster's YouTube channel because it's free, according to him. There you go.
0: It's free if money doesn't have value to you. Oh, and you can share it with me.
3: No, it's free will. You should freely <laughs> give your money to Catmaster because he deserves <laughs> it.
0: You could say it like that, and I wouldn't be able to contradict. Uh, anyway, guys follow the the Balor Mage for engaging Torchlight content at the moment if you're looking to uh, see what's out there in the pool of ARPGs and whether the grass is greener on some other uh, planes.
1: Quick, quick note on that. This is the best torchlights ever been. This is actually the okay. best season that they've done.
0: So you're going to play really... an entire week?
1: Uh, I'm probably going to start splitting my time. I'm um, I've played 300 hours before this season, but this is the first time they've ever sponsored me. So I've got, it's supposed to be three two-hour streams, but it's me, so it's becoming three 12-hour streams because that's right. who I am as a person. But after that, I'm probably going to split my time for a few weeks, be like eight hours of POE and four hours of Torchlight. Like, it's pretty good. Uh, it's, it's It's pretty good.
0: It does seem like a cool game. I've always wanted like to delve a little bit into it. It does have a little bit more poppy, like <clears throat> less gritty and dark aesthetic than PoE, but it's a little bit more mass appealing and a little bit more colorful. But at the same time, it looks incredibly smooth and has like some interesting uh, systems and build stuff yep. that I'd be willing to experiment with, but not this early during such a good PoE League. I'm still yeah. going to play uh, January. And then see whether we can do some uh, some other games in February, I think. Regardless, we've been trying to end this podcast for the past 15 minutes and we're not getting any closer, so we're just going to press, press the button, me. guys. Again, follow these beautiful guys. Thank you for end coming onto the podcast. Thanks can for watching. Thanks for... Book. Uh, oh, yeah, that's also going to come out next year. We're, yeah. we're going to have to probably oh, make an entire episode or two around okay, that. Okay, you wrap it up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's the am Trying
1: to derail it. If we're if we're doing that, I need to book a guest specifically.
3: Can I come? No way. That's a terrible idea. If
1: you I play, need to play book it,
3: a good guests
1: specifically.
3: Yeah. I,
0: <laughs> I mean, we 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 got good relations to the Maxwell guys, right? We can we can get tuna. We could get.
1: Uh... No, no, I got I got someone. It's fine. It's covered. Anyway, oh, one of the stars is see through.
0: What? Yeah, the green oh, screen. Oh yeah, up.
1: yeah. Yeah, that's it's cool. Green, so it gets green screened out.
3: I love it. <laughs> you should put like something just behind there on the thing so you can like like a little it's waldo underneath not the table. Really
1: behind me, you special person.
3: <laughs> on the background, you moron, a waldo. Of course. If there was a wall if that was real and there was a waldo on your table, it wouldn't show it because it's a background. I'm not an idiot. Put a waldo <laughs> behind the table on the background, right. so that you me when you move. I'm not a complete moron! Uh, well, I'm, I was worried. I was worried good that you good. were. Okay, thank you.
0: I'm- yeah, you, you always do a very good job uh, leaving good us problem. in the dark about that specific aspect, Jim. <laughs> You're always teasing just <laughs> enough to, <laughs> for reasonable right. doubt.
3: Perfect, because when I am a moron, people think I'm kidding.
0: Anyway guys, once again, subscribe, follow to these beautiful broadcasters and uh, see you for the next... Oh, the next episode! There's the next episode! Badger's uh, Private League is coming up on the 3rd of uh, uh, January, on Wednesday, the upcoming Wednesday, same time as today, 1pm GMT, we got Licious from the BPL organization team and Salty Dane, uh, casual German, uh, well not casual, uh, very, very in-depth bpl enjoyer who uh, is probably going to share a lot of the love for the bpl and uh, this is this time we managed to organize it just before the bpl sign up so we get to hype up the league and then tell people to sign up for bpl and balor is going to play bpl this time around as well i heard <laughs> <laughs> i'm certainly going to play today i skipped the last two ones but if you don't know what a bpl is tune in next wednesday to find out more if you supported the podcast you're on the end screen and i thank you very much and we'll see you bright and early in the new year, have a wonderful transition into 2024. And uh, don't don't look back on on failures of the past. Just look forward, learn from your mistakes, positive energy, power through. 2024 is the year and we're going to be here for Path of Exile because PoE2 is going to come out and we're all happy to click the well 20 times per day.
3: I know a lot of people want to send blankets
2: or water, just send your cash.